So mm-hmm. I, I went into your stream, literally just someone that says M-Bucks, also because it had a clean name. So I clicked on that mm-hmm. shit. I noticed there was a lot of penguins, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, Gunther-esque feel. And um, it, I think what it, what it was was that it was you were just so kind. Like, you, it felt so innocent. I, I quickly found out you, I was wrong. I quickly <laughs> found out that that was not oh the case. This man is a no, doing nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. N Bucks here in the studio. N Bucks, how you doing, man? Well, uh, what you do today? How's your day today? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, normal work day, my my long day, and then I didn't really do much after. I went to the gym and then came back, streamed for a little. And now I'm here. Pretty what a, pretty normal day. What a flex, dude. What a flex. Uh, yeah, you know, I got my I got my job. I hit the gym. He even has the Gatorade water bottle. Every fucking athlete has this. <laughs> Listen, why? Why? What you got? It's the only water bottle. It's a good size. It's large. I don't have to refill that often. This is- <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I get shit on for. <sighs> You're gonna get shit on a lot of stuff tonight. It's it. just M bucks. We're gonna have to roll with the punches. You're gonna have to just trust me that I just, you know, I love you at the end of the day. But I got a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions I got weighing on my heart okay. because, because the thing is this, M bucks. If there's anything I know about you, your time, you know, your time is very much bogarted. Uh, with with the cursors and the Develis and the Nates and the Parkers of this world, that I can't even get a little FaceTime with with Mr. M Bucks himself. So okay, I'm listen. What? Tell me I'm I wrong. Make, I I would make time for you any day. We just cool. don't we don't we don't match up on this like East Coast West Coast kind of schedule, especially because oh, oh. I'm like a 50 year old man now. I go to bed at like 11 p.m. Eastern. I'm basically. Whoa. That's very true. That is very. I was shocked. I was on a VC call with you a couple of weeks back, and I was shocked when you're like, "Oh shit, it's 10 p.m. my time. It's time to hit the hay." And I was like, "Holy <laughs> cow! Is this guy have erectile dysfunction as well? Yeah, like the oh fuck is God. this?" Listen, <laughs> I have to sleep because I'll I'll fall asleep at my desk. Work's mm-hmm. so boring. I oh have to. And <laughs> <laughs> Bucks, you are way too young to be sounding way too old. All right, my man. Like. It is, there's this weight that I hear on you. Are you doing okay? Let's start off with that one. Are you doing okay before I get into the fucking questions? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm doing great right now. If you I'm, asked me, you know, a month ago, a month mm-hmm. and a half ago, I would have been a little bit of a different answer, but right now yeah. I'm, I'm feeling great. I honestly work, I used to complain about it every second of the day. I don't really care that much. I mean, a paycheck is a paycheck and, yeah. and wherever I work, you know, it's a, I'm right out of college. So it's a, it's a step in the right direction it's a entry point so mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really think too much about that anymore um, I, but I'm, do, I'm doing great it's- i love that i've openly said that m bucks is the type of person my i my parents wish i was and <laughs> oh just God, and open no i'm not even fucking sucking dick right now i'm not even sucking dick right now <laughs> openly it is this man you know Worked hard at school, got the job, does it. He's healthy. He's Mr. Healthy. And we'll cover that in a bit, all right, Mr. Healthy. Um, but but he's just he's on top of it all. Uh, plus, he's Filipino, which just, and again, under the ribs. Under the ribs hurts me. Uh, but M-Bucks, 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 all right. I'll, I'll, I'll be professional for a second. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I start these shows the same way uh, for about, I think you're number 44 at this point. You might wow, be number four. I know. Crazy. 
we're rolling, dude. We're rolling. Wow, good for you. I love that. Get out of town. <laughs> I'm just surprised <laughs> there's 44 people on this platform that are willing to fucking talk. All right, that's the that that's what blows my mind. And most of all, mm-hmm. like it's it's cool because. Uh, I, I know you were ta- I, I was I was kind of lurking your stream earlier. All right, I'm not gonna lie, and I heard you say a line. You're like, I don't know why the fuck, my, you know. I guess yeah, I'm friends with moms, but why the fuck would he want me? Da 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 da. The thing is, the whole antithesis <laughs> of this show is that I like I bring on interesting people. I'm I'm interested by that, and so okay. I had I I always like fuck man, M Bucks. I would love to have you on. And as I was starring this show early on, uh, that's when you kind of took your break. And oh, I remember hitting you up and then you're just like, hey, you know, I'm not in the right space right now. And so, like, you know, let's put a note on it. And so mm-hmm. we waited, you know, what is it, six months? It's been yeah, six it was months. A six month break. I appreciate Jeez. you waiting on my dumb ass, but <laughs> doesn't matter. I would have done it if you waited another two years and as long as I'm still wow. on this platform, it doesn't matter, man. Um But the way I start this all is kind of telling people how we got to know each other. And surprisingly, it wasn't even like a raid. There was no recommendation. And it was so early on that I didn't know you guys, like, I didn't know you were friends with Cursor or Develi or any of that. Like, I just thought everyone was their own entity. So mm-hmm. I, I went into your stream, literally just someone that says M-Bucks, also because it had a clean name. So I clicked on that mm-hmm. shit. I noticed there was a lot of penguins, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, Gunther-esque feel. And... Mm-hmm. um it, I think what it, what it was was that it was you were just so kind, like you. It felt so innocent. I I quickly found out you. I was wrong. I quickly <laughs> found out that that was not oh the case. <laughs> this man is a no, do- no, pure. no, no, no. I'm pure. pure my ass. All right, I'm not even allowed to say the V word here on Twitch anymore. Apparently, I'm not allowed to say that, or I'm in trouble. But uh, yeah, I, I caught literally only like three streams before you kind of took your break, or no, three to five streams before you took yeah, your break. And uh, it, it did leave a weird void. Like, I, I, you were kind of the first one that helped me realize that. I was like, holy shit, shit, like, these guys have their own lives and there's stuff that's happening outside of Twitch. And I need to be more aware of that. And, um, you know, I sent you that message on, on, on Twitter. We DM'd you all that because even for the short amount of time that I've gotten to witness you as a streamer, as a content creator and an entertainer, I was so enamored by by your ability to balance both the meme world of twitch and the professional world of you know irl um mm-hmm. and and that's something that i hope to attain too but you know i'm a little it's a little too old for that game that's i'm a little you know i gotta play i gotta play the normie card more often than that's not. not true you can you can do anything age age doesn't like like people that are older on this platform you know it it doesn't you could still act like a fucking teenager and still meme with and not be normie or whatever whatever people yeah. put into that bracket anymore but yeah there's a shelf life to it man. Yeah. <laughs> tell okay. me that in five years tell me that in five years when you see a lot of these people when you, when you hang out in a discord call with someone's like i turned 21 parker i turned 21 i could drink a beer now and i'm like fuck <laughs> me dude oh my goodness you were a nut when it was 9 11 anyways um <laughs> i'm going i'm going off there but Mr. N Bucks here. Let's start off with the first question. All right, mm, we're gonna start from the good. very top uh, about your experience here on Twitch. Before you were even streaming, how long have you had your Twitch account? Um, I've had so many accounts, <laughs> like so many. But I think this one is what if someone could check it for me. Like 2017, maybe for N Bucks. But I had one before. I think it was like N Bucks with a number. I don't remember which yeah. one. I think it was 2015. But um, why, why'd you have so many accounts? 
I just kept forgetting my logins. So, uh-huh. so I made I made different ones and then I finally settled on this one. Yeah. Um yeah, I I my roots of like watching people, I, I only at the time I only played like Call what a surprise, Call of Duty and, and like sports games, like yep. like two two K. Like that's mm-hmm. all I did. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I naturally just kind of watched only COD people and only watched two uh, K people. And I those are my roots of, of Twitch in general. And that's well, like where I where I came from. How did you get introduced to the platform? Oh man, I don't know. That's that's a hard question. I to the platform, I think honestly probably from YouTube, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Like mm-hmm. watching some maybe a clip or something on YouTube and then I didn't know what really what Twitch was and then I think that's how I got into it. I'm not really I can't really pinpoint it, but yeah. It it had to do with two K because I one of the streamers that I watched the most is like Los Polos or Poyos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like one of my main men back that's in the it. day. I like that. So then let's transition a little bit towards streaming, you know, so when did you start streaming? Well, technically, my first stream was in like 2018, um, off console with no cam. Um, <laughs> I, I played Fortnite. Wow, because I, my, I know, because my, my friends wanted to have clips, you know, and they didn't know how to do any of that. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, you know, record and do that. And I did that sporadically for a uh-huh. while. And then I think 2019 i got my uh my pc and then i started streaming kind of learning how to do it and, mm-hmm. and you know figuring that out and then i don't know i, th- I think i've been an affiliate for like 15 months mm. but I, it was like very like i got it and then i like didn't really stream it was, it was a weird thing i honestly think i've i'd say i've been streaming quote unquote seriously for like a year mm-hmm. so let's there. let's talk about your first stream ever if you can remember that all right okay. not the one not the one on a console okay, not the so one okay. so we're talking the first one on pc when you had the mm-hmm. gear and you know kind of what the concept is when you hit live tell, tell us about that what was running through your head how many people roughly what was the content there um it was honestly <laughs> unfortunately pretty similar to the console stream like i <laughs> i'm pretty sure i played like some probably Fortnite, and yeah. i had I was doing it for clips again and, and it was like a couple of my IRLs, like mm-hmm. two to three, maybe watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, d- I didn't really tell too many people besides my close group because mm. I don't know, I, I didn't really want to be seen as, as that or like trying to do something along those lines. So I didn't really fit into that personality. I don't know. It's hard. To, I, I don't know. I don't know how to break it down, but it, there were not many people at all for a long time. Like, like I think I just farmed my way to affiliate mm-hmm. <laughs> because of my my a couple IRLs and then after that happened I I started watching more streams and figuring out what I want to do and I stopped playing Fortnite that was a huge turn mm-hmm. and started playing like other other games wow that was the eye opener there yeah i think so so then you know you said that you had mentioned earlier you're like i only really started streaming consistently or taking it seriously for about a year now right mhm mhm Tell us about that moment a year ago that was going through your head that you were like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it a little bit more seriously. I'm going to try, I think, because there's an attitude change when you go from streaming for your friends and still trying to figure out what you're doing to, oh, there are people that aren't my friends and there are things that are, you know, the people are actually starting to fuck with my, my content or my channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the turning point for me was just I, I was spending more time watching streams that it made me kind of want to 
strive for like a goal of you know the big golden goal of everyone being like a streamer living that lifestyle of yeah of doing that and, and that was appealing to me at the time i was in college so i was like mm -hmm. balancing um living at home you know uh going to school and then streaming on my on my downtime and i don't i don't really know like what the the major major turning point but i i just needed a new hobby honestly and especially mm -hmm. with quarantine but this year that's kind of it really helped me i think grow and go further with my stream because i had so much time on my hands you know like what else could we do so i think that was a, a huge thing if honestly if i could if covid wasn't a thing i would not be in this spot at all I that's crazy so I, I don't think i would be streaming at all if yeah honest. no same here i agree with that and it's kind of weird how the world works in that way where you know everything whether it be a good or bad you know outcome kind of leads to something else and mm -hmm. so you know this is the timeline that we're in but nice to have you on here yeah, thank um, you. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. <laughs> now, I have here, Mr. M Bucks, your channel, and oh, I have oh. a couple questions. You know, I, 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 I'm <laughs> going to start off. Uh, let's start off easy here, all right? Let's start all off right. easy. I, I like to go through their, uh, my guest's channel points because I think that oh. <laughs> it's an opportunity to add some flair into, okay. into their channel. And, you know, it, it, there's a couple. There's literally two where I just have a question. I have no idea. Uh, what it's about i even i even dm'd parker just to make sure i was like is this not like weird am i not is this a weird thing because i don't i don't know if it's normal but yeah, the, the first one here okay perfect uh <laughs> first one here is uh it's for sixty nine thousand four hundred twenty points mm -hmm. interesting uh and it number. says yeah it just says ascend and the mm -hmm. description says flossing for five minutes straight on stream Tell me about tell me about this uh this channel point. How did it come to be? Um, well, when I had like no channel point things at all in the beginning, I I, I used to bait people to to I used to do push ups as a as a channel point thing, and I would just like use that for to get some interaction, some sort of something going on the stream. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I had nothing going on like like mm -hmm. normal, and mm -hmm. uh, so I had that, and then I I was like, fuck, I should probably add more more things and. And I, I thought channel points were kind of dumb in the beginning. So I, I just put that one, you know, funny number, haha. And, and yeah. it was like a big waste of, mm -hmm. a, of a number. So basically that was just a waste, um, a waste channel point thing. Like people could just throw that, throw that on. And I, I didn't even, I'm going to be honest, moms. I didn't even know that that floss thing was a part of that. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. that's. I, I thought you know. would literally do the Fortnite dance. That's what I was thinking. I, I did have a channel point thing that was like that. It was like, I think it was a hundred K or something that I would literally have to floss on stream for a certain amount of time. Like which, which was like the Fortnite dance, whatever. Super cringe. I am yeah. disgusted by it. <laughs> I'm literally disgusted no. by it. No, but no, that's no, you. I, this I, is you. This is history. I, not, I, I don't know what I was doing. And, and, uh, so I had that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I guess it was just like a waste of a channel point. Too. So you're telling me you never, even if it was redeemed or when it was redeemed, you never did it. I never did. I never had to. No one had that money because I didn't stream enough. <laughs> we got <laughs> so him on tape, good. ladies and gentlemen. We got him on tapes. All right. Send that to Twitch ASAP. That is bullshit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I respect it, though. I respect it. You told me that you're doing push-ups for interactions. Did you have millions of viewers or how did that work? Is that because <laughs> it's, that, it's too easy? It's too easy, guys. Anywho. Maybe four. Yeah. And was it a fucking one, one point per five? Anywho. Um, the, the next thing and the last one I have is, is, is just this one. Literally, you mentioned it. It's a hundred thousand and I have no idea because the description, there's no description for this. It just for a hundred thousand points for a hundred thousand 
bub bucks. That mm. sounds <laughs> that sounds like a problem. Mm. Uh, it says Ollie Stream. What's an Ollie Stream? So like back back when I stream regularly, I had this like I got the stuffed animal from from one of my friends. Um, that was the penguin. So that's where I got all the penguin stuff from. I don't know if you knew that. And I got the stuffed animal. It was just in my room, and I kind of made that my brand. Like this this dude, his name was Ollie, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this stream would be a stream where like I wouldn't even be there. It would just be like that that penguin in a chair, and it would just be that stream. And I don't even. I'm so glad that didn't happen either because I don't know what the fuck what I would have done. Like I would have <laughs> just left it and like what, what would I? Have I don't know. I didn't think it through. So I just had that. And I'm like, no one will get that many points. Like that's fine. And I always hyped it up. And like I'll be honest, I, to this day I don't know even know what I've done, what I would do. This sounds but, like a fucking deposition inbox right now. This <laughs> sounds so bad. I told you I was going through a rebrand. Like Please. I told you I was trying to, to scratch all of that. Yeah. Scratch all that stuff. It, can, do, can we get a taste? Can we get a taste of what that rebrand? Like, what are you trying to, what direction are you trying to go with your stream in terms of this rebrand? I don't know. Just, uh, I think just more so in the term, the, the sense of like, more like modern looking, not, not very like cartoon-esque. I know mm-hmm. that, I know that Twitch is very like emo, you know, yeah. oriented, but I, I look at the penguin and I'm like, I feel like I was like 18. I don't mm. know why, because it was like a year ago when I did that, but I feel like I was like a, a young you know a very young adult and now that i'm older and i i act like a 55 year old man i feel like i should grow up a little bit and and change it a little bit not have like a penguin everywhere so I, that's my perspective to be fair though Ambox, while i agree with you in terms of like i th- i could feel you growing up it's weird like i can definitely envision you six months ago versus who you are now and those two people are very different just i'm gonna just say that and, and it's not for better or worse it's just you're different um, but in the world of Twitch, I think what you hit, the note that you hit with those penguins, whether you're aware of it or not, it feels like that's part of the culture of what goes on. You know, the memes, the, the, the yeah, fucking, you know, the, pe- so that's why I'm like, I, I don't think it's wrong to have it. And I, you know, it is what it is, but I, I understand for the rebrand. I'm excited for that though. I'm excited. Thanks. Do you, is there any timeline for when that will be, when you aim to have that done? No, I'm not, not probably, hopefully within like, you know, next month, but I, I don't really have a timeline now. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I do. I do like the, uh, the penguin emotes though. They're so well done. Shout yeah. out hyphen. He made those for me. No way. Uh, really? Yeah. He's phenomenal. Those are sick. He's, he's awesome. But yeah, that I, that's why I like, I don't want to cut ties with those right now. Cause I like them so much. Like they're uh, a staple. Uh-huh. So. I thought you were going to say, I don't want to cut ties with hyphen. I was like, holy shit. Oh, <laughs> this no, man is going to be a fucking savage. No, I love hyphen. Yeah, no, no. Fantastic streamer, too. I like his shit. Whether he knows it or not. Oh, shit, he's here. <laughs> I forgot he's here. <laughs> Whether he knows it or not, I'm, I'm always, I'm watching around. Um, so far, so good. And Bucks, easy. Easy stuff, right? Thanks. That's easy. Yeah, easy. Easy enough. Well, and now. some hard ones. Come on. Okay, here's the hard ones. So I have pulled okay. up four of your clips. And oh, I would. No. <laughs> what? Dude, I should have purged it all. I'm so dumb. What? Why would you purge them? Why would so, you purge? I, I feel like I'm so different. I, I mean, I don't know. we'll see. We'll see. But I, I have four. I don't and know I, I just, I just want you to explain. Because a lot of these, if not all of them that I have up, are t- I wasn't even, I didn't exist. All right. I was, I was an idea. And, and I see how much fun you're having with you, your communities, your boys, your, your homies. And I would just love to understand what's going on. So I'm going to switch over the cam. Uh, here for one second. 
And we're going to make sure nothing's sus. Okay, everything looks good. And let's open here. So this first one, you can you could listen along. I don't think there should be any problem if you want to pull up and, and oh listen to what. Ew. Um, this first one here says, Peepo Hey, literally only six views. So you know I dug deep for this. And uh, let's let's give it a look, all right? Let's see. I'll, I'll quiet down. It's 30 seconds. Let's give it a look. I got you, Dave. Save as. Um, I'm going to save it as Dave Sus. Put it in <laughs> there. Oh All right. Nice, Dave. Honestly, that's completely fine. This is my actual setup. So let's let's break this one down here. All right. There's a lot going down. I'll, let's do an ESPN breakdown of what's going on here. Thursday night football style. The first thing I notice here is, uh, what is it? Oh, this is your Discord. So we have here, it, it's Develi, and it's a snipping tool of something he said. And if people can't read it, I'll read it aloud. It says, Develi, I need some dick right now. Wrong chat, my bad. And that was at 5, 5.42 p.m. So what's going on here? Why, why did you snip this? Are you saving this? What, what, what is this snippet? Is this, is this a bit between you guys? Tell us exactly what's happening. I mean, I mean, this, what, what Dave says, it's very on brand for him. Mm -hmm. So like, I think, I think that I just had to capture that moment. That was, I think that was pretty early on to me knowing Dave, but I, I mean, I knew what kind of vibe he gave off. And I, I thought <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have a, I have a folder in my, in my computer that I had just have of, of messages that, I think mm -hmm. our friends have, have sent that are very sus, um, mm -hmm. which I think are very hysterical. And I just kind of compile them and throw them out there ra randomly. But I don't know. I, I just thought this was funny and I had, to, I had to document it. Do you still have it to this very day? You still have that folder? I do have that folder. I don't know. I won't expose anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, you just have that cancel yeah. material on you on at all times. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. I don't even know if we cancel them. Maybe, True. I don't know. But But yeah. I have, then, some I have some dirt on people. I have. That is the most. And then look how he casually goes from looking at all that shit and then just pure to chairs, going back to chair. Again, this is midstream. the <laughs> midstream. This is kind of the peak of the old man life of you that you're going, you're asking your chat about these chairs. I love that. But I had to give a shout out there for a little bit of a, a, a Develi <laughs> Easter egg. You know, that's that Pixar uh, Easter egg we always talk about. So for this. I need to delete them all. Well, well, we'll have them here for now. Oh, no. Here's one oh, here. My God. I love this. All right. And I'm kind of fucking up because uh, our face is kind of covering Develi and Nate here that that uh, we have. I wish I could. I had another screen to just fucking move it, but it's just too much. But you have Develi and Nate. And let's give a let's give a listen here. There's a lot of people going on mm -hmm. or a lot of things going on. Yeah, he is. is he he yeah. yeah, he's a He's huge. Dude, I'm, okay, I'm taking that guy as my bodyguard, actually. Yeah, because right, you, you have 25 people trying to fight you at TwitchCon. Like, you've started yes. a, a rumble against yourself. Yeah, dude, you're yeah you need, you need some so more bodyguards for that, Nate. You get, like, 1v30, dude. <laughs> not gonna turn against him. You're gonna see Nate just turn against everybody. Yeah, he is. So, so, what we have here is, what, 5, 10, 15, 20 people... 20 people on a Discord call, all right? First of all, from my point of view, seeing this many screens, this many dudes on screen, it looks like POV, 
I'm the last girl at the bar and I need to get the fuck out. All right. This is a brutal. This is a brutal screen. What was going on here? What was going on here? And what's the context of Nate getting okay. his shit rock? Why are you guys talking shit on Nate? He's a former okay, guest. Okay. I can break it all down for you. I remember, Please. I remember this cleanly. Very, very nice. So this, this was my, I graduated college, I think this day or maybe the day before. Nice. Thank you. And, uh, so I, I was just like, I was, I was trying to play, what was it, a party game, and I thought I was only going to be like, you know, eight people, and then just people just kept joining my VC, and I, mm-hmm. I was too drunk to figure out how to get people out of it in my own Discord, <laughs> so like, I just had to let it happen, then everyone came in and had their cams on, like, I can name all these. Please, can, can we shoot them, can, let's, let's go down the row, who's everyone? Oh my god, so from, to, from left, you know, top left, yeah. all the way to the right and bottom, so I I can't see who that is. Maybe uh, Wolf God. Yes. Um, and then we have three, we have three thin. We have Arctic. We have Cheese Pants. And then what is Nate top right? Uh, that's Develi top right. Top okay, Develi. And then we have Hyphen Kevin Holmes. Rest in peace. He's not streaming anymore. Uh, Love that guy. And then we have Mal. And then I don't know Mal and Bray. And I don't know who that. This one's Nate. One. The one behind me is Nate. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. covering and his Nate, face. Who's then, this lurk? He's lurking. Sean did something. Um, yeah, it's a, and oh, that's Fortnite. Screen. Um, we got Stody, and then we have Toots to the this, right. This one's Toots. Yeah, and that's Stody in the sunglasses. And then Toots is the light, the ones with the lights. Oh shit! And then bottom left is Yao. Yao. You're my favorite people. Then we have Yummer Crayon. Oh boy. And then we have me and then uh who's that blt myth and mm-hmm. yakers i think yeah over here this is parker 2.0 this is parker 2.0 <laughs> if i've ever seen one but i love this 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 is just a whole absolute gangbang of dudes this is this is the I, you know just hang out with dudes you know they're less drama it's just an absolute sausage fest and you guys are just shooting the shit i love this this is mm-hmm. this is what discord was meant to be but explain <laughs> to me then why is it that everyone was after nate's throat just well, this. there was a running joke with like with between like cursor, maybe me and like maybe hyphen and and Nate. Where like at, every time that we would talk about TwitchCon, like someone was fighting somebody, or like someone was gonna gang up on someone. Like everyone versus cursor, yeah, or everyone versus Nate, whatever, whatever. And we always had this running joke where when we meet at TwitchCon, we're gonna beat each other up, which that would definitely definitely happen. Like I would beat the living shit out of. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace twitchcon damn um, I, I wish it could have happened would have been really fun would you run it in 2022 i'm not even gonna count 2021 i'm still <laughs> yeah 100 really actually. okay yeah, a million percent a go. million percent guys quote them on it don't let me go by it see you guys there this ne- <laughs> this next clip here i have uh it says uh oh, we let, you know a picture is worth a thousand words let's just let the picture stand all right let's give it a listen might fit from one to ten. All right. Mm. Just wait. Just wait. Let me could stand you, up. Let oh yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I need stand to see up. the fuse too. I need to see the fuse. Stand up. Let me stand up for this. What What do you think? What do you think? One to ten. Uh, let's see what shoes you got on there. Oh, oh! One I did not. I was not expecting to see those sides. One to ten. What shoes you got on? The way. No shoes. No oh, shoes. Oh shit! They're smart. That this. is brave. That is, and sockless. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're free here in my in my stream. 
I'll stop it right there, all right? I'll stop it right What the hell is going on here? By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you saw the way he spanked his thigh, take notes. Take notes, all right? But what's oh going on God. in this clip? Which, by the way, nice tie. Way to tie your tie correctly. I love Thank that. Thank you. Thank you. I practiced a couple of times. Oh, it's, this is like physically pain. This is all pain, these clips. But this this one was actually one of my favorite streams I've ever done. Um, I I was pretty small at the time, um, but I was doing like a, a MADA interview stream. So I was interviewing people with one, me and one of my friends, and then we'd pull someone into um, my VC, you could kind of see on my Discord on the right right hand side mm -hmm. and like I would, I would pull them in i had a set of questions and i would just ask them like sort of like interview questions that for a job and then also related to twitch and mm -hmm. and like i would basically mess with mess with all the people that would be in there i thought it was pretty pretty fun at the time but i don't know i wore a suit and then i thought it'd be ooh, a quirky little joke if i was wearing shorts and showed off my stick legs at the time too i so. thought that's a good idea half the time i'm doing this i'm not even wearing real like i'm wearing uh sweats and or joggers and or whatever mm -hmm. so I, I respect it especially on the top the top side that's business that's pure mm -hmm. exactly. that's pure power play no <laughs> it made sense it made sense loved it and then again the smack of the thighs that was just natural dude you're a natural i get it i get it dude oh absolute machine gosh. If you think that's bad, there's a, <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to buckle in. <laughs> no way, there's something worse. Ah, uh, well, you know the usual, as well as you know, it's just we'll we'll get to it. Let's go. Let's move on to this next clip here. This one is actually, I I love this. I've never I've I've I don't know why I haven't seen more of this. Maybe because it's just such a loaded concept. But let's take a listen here. All right. God, I wish I was down in F tier with Cursor to be honest. Me and him could, could, I could push his wheelchair into a ditch and then he can't get out. <laughs> All right. The question is less so on the, the clip. The question is left less on the clip and more so on this concept of a tier list for streamers. All right. And these are pretty, uh -huh. you know, within your friend group. There's only mainly three that I'm familiar with, of course. You know, we got Amp on S. Uh, but I see you've put yourself. Uh, oh, no, I know hyphen. I got hyphen. Oh, chef's even there. Okay, I got I got five total. All right, yourself, chef, hyphen. Uh, where is there's cursor on F and there's Nate on B. If you if you had to, because this is not yours, guys. Let's let's make sure this is on the record. This is not M Bucks's uh list. Mm -hmm. This is Wolf God's. Yeah. So if if you had to reorder those five, what would you put you guys at? Oh God! If I had to put which who which ones like cursor in them? yourself, that cursor, Nate, hyphen, and Chef, because those are the only five I'm familiar with. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll, obviously, all of us would be an S besides cursor. Cursor would be far down in F, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Obviously, um, I'm obviously they're all my all my boys. Uh, they all obviously be at, they'd be at the top. Of course, so. of course. Easy, easy answer. I mean, besides that, cursor being at the bottom. Yeah, I had to give you I had to give you a, a fucking layup, all right? I had to give you a layup of a, a clip, all right? I can't keep showing all these sexy uh these sexy poses, all right? Um oh my God. And and because I like you so much and Bucks, I wanted to introduce a third bit that I have here. Usually I only do one or the other, but for you, I pulled mm -hmm. up two of your tweets and oh. I just have some questions again. I just have some mm -hmm. questions I'd love for you to explain. This first one came around uh Thanksgiving. And very controversial. It says, uh, fuck cranberry sauce. And clearly farming likes there for this. No. What, what is your problem? What is your problem, dude? All right. Why do you not fuck with the cran? 
It's literally red goop. Like, That's... why would anyone ingest this red goop? Such I a mean, lie. Was was I farming likes? Maybe, but do I still hate cranberry juice? Very much so. What? So, Even after that meme? Even after yeah, that dude I, vibing out with the cranberry I, sauce juice? It's it's red goop. Who wants that? Okay. Why? It doesn't make sense. It's because of this. Okay. It's it's because of this. Amux. If I, if I have to, it, it's elementary, my dear Watson. It's the fact that it's tart. And so it's kind of like a palate cleanser because everything in Thanksgiving kind of mushes together. You know, the mashed potatoes, the turkey, the stuff and all that shit. So the cranberry kind of, especially because you know that the gravy is going on the mashed potatoes. So you can put the cranberry on the turkey. But are you but you have some sort of sick vendetta. All right. You wanted a grandstand and use your platform (laughs) to cancel cranberry sauce this year. I've had enough. I've had a stop the count. It's just too much, man. Even, I will never, I will never like it. This is you. this is how I know that clearly this is a passion because you have people like Parker that says I'm protesting. I will not be liking this slanderous tweet. <laughs> you have myself. I knew no one was perfect. You know, at that point I had the highest respect for you, but now I don't know where you'd be on the tier list, ten bucks. I don't know, quite oh frankly. Oh my gosh, because of cranberry juice, it's, dude, oh, it's you, red goop. You know Come it's because just absolutely, absolutely ridiculous take. But you know, oh, I, again, I really. Believe take even bolder than that i think is that it was about thanksgiving i like don't i'm not that big on turkey i feel like it's because my family's so bad at making it that i just i i just eat dry turkey you know that has no flavor but mm-hmm. i just i'm not too big on it i'd rather have like a, a christmas ham or something like that i thought it was because i i agree with you on that i kind i like the dark meat of turkey but like mm-hmm. the white meat is kind of it always ends up dry um I also fuck heavy with the stuff, and I don't know. I agree with you yeah. though. I'd rather have a honey glazed ham like that. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, um, for sure. But regardless, the cranberry take was ridiculous. And I'm sorry, I apologize. It's all yeah, love. perfect. That's all I've been looking for. I've been looking for that for <laughs> months now. This this whole interview was a setup just for you to fucking apologize. Oh I mean, you know, I like Filipinos, so I mean. Okay. It, all it, right. It, all right. right. All right. I need you to stay away from actually. I got a single cousin. All right, and Bucks, and we'll talk about this after stream. Oh, but okay, okay. Tell me. I would love, to, I'd love to be related somehow. Um, <laughs> this last tweet, you know what it's gonna be. All right, you know what it's. We're 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 inching our way towards. I don't. I've and it that. is. A, you were you were gone one day, and I'm actually gonna preface this. You you were you were during your break. You were gone, and uh, it was in the middle of one my one of my shows. I don't know if it was a network or an interview. But it was a network, and there was a lot of people on this one. I think it might have been the Thanksgiving special episode. And we literally sent your tweet to these people, and I know a couple of them followed you, and this is the tweet that we, uh, that we sent. All right. Uh, you go, quick little update, 165 pounds to 130 to 152. I finally feel healthy, getting better mentally and physically every day, XQCL. Let me ask you this, dude. Real talk, all right? I'm not even trying to – we're not going to do the whole Craigasm thing. People are already doing that for me. What is your regimen to get to this level where you're at right now? And uh, uh, yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with can that. Preface, can I preface the tweet first? Please. Well, I, this tweet ruined me. Like my reputation, not reputation. It like, <laughs> I was fine before. And then I tweeted this. And then after I tweeted this, I, I realized that this was the worst mistake I could have made. On Why? Platform, is that it, it like everything has just been, groomed in the one direction of like i'm just a hunk of meat which is fine i guess like sure i'll, I'll take it but 
because I, I worked for whatever but but i don't know like i obviously like it's all jokes and, and all that uh, don't play okay i see what you're doing and mux and i agree with you I, you know i'll play the game with you i agree with you oh it really ruined me to look yeah in, i'm in, telling you I'm, i swear that's all i hear mm-hmm. it's like oh you're so like shut up like I, that's not i have mm-hmm. no personality anymore which i didn't before but now it's like <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> oh like, like look at his tweet look at his tweet. yeah i don't know I mean, he's you big know. muscles. Like, I just don't care. Like, I shouldn't have posted it. I think I you always it. look good. I think you always look good, my man. But then this put it over the top. This this yeah. solidified you as like, okay, this this guy's actually like, this is this is uh, sexy e boy and bucks now. It's over. This might be part of the rebrand. I don't know, but this is a long term. Tell me, actually, legitimately, what is your regimen? What is your regimen of how you got to where you were to where you are today? Yeah. Um, well, the start picture, the left picture, I was like a chunky guy. I was me in in junior year of high school. Um, that was like before I, I really lifted, uh, got into exercise a lot. Um, I was trying to play football at the time, um, but I was too like, I was too short and I was too slow because I was like chunky. So it always pissed me off. So I went on like a, went on like a diet. I just kind of did myself where I just mm-hmm. took, I just eliminated like sugars. Um, I never drank soda and everything. I never have gotten to that. So it was pretty natural that i just stopped eating like ice cream cookies like all that like fun snacks and everything yeah i didn't eat like a snack or a cookie for i think seven or eight months and um i just ate meals so i I ate like like normal meals i don't i didn't like even plan the meals out that crazy like it was Mm -hmm. just whatever i had um, yeah in the house and and uh that just naturally lost weight and i got too skinny like i dropped to 130 went Um, to this one yeah okay i went to that one then i was like well (laughs) now I'm like skin and bones. And then I, I finally started prepping as I got older. Cause I learned more, um, and worked, worked more in the gym and, yeah. and I, um, you know, started eating the, the stupid bland chicken, the dumb white rice, brown rice, like the, the normal, like unflavored, you know, meal prepping mm-hmm. all that, all that jazz. So I transitioned to that. That's what I'm in now. Um, so wait, to- so the, 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 the rice, the chicken, that's what gave you the gains. Did you do any of the whole protein powder stuff? Yeah, I, I drink, I I'm, only drink like whey protein powder. I think mm-hmm. I, I've never tried anything else. I don't, I don't think, personally, I don't think there's a need to to not be like natural. I'm, I'm all big. I'm big on like health rather than trying to be the biggest meatball, like strong, veiny man that I could be. Like, I don't want to take creatine. I don't want to take, take any additive, like amino acid, anything like that. I don't think there's a need. Like you could, you could reach anything naturally if you stick to a, a plan and then I don't know if you if you really care about it. You don't need those additives. So yeah, that's my perspective. Damn, damn. And o- over the course of how long did this take, from where you were at one sixty five to one fifty two? Um, let me think. I was one sixty five for a while, and then I got down to one thirty. I was probably end of high school, so this is years ago. And mm-hmm. then, and then I was skinny though for a long time. So it was mm-hmm. it was a long process of gaining. Um, and then I kind of fluctuated here and there, but, um, I'm trying to think of when I took that 130 picture. I don't, I'm not sure. A couple, a couple years, but I looked like that, like for a while. So I don't know. It, it took, it took a year because my genetics, even though I was chunky in that picture, like my, my dad and my mom are, are very, very skinny. My dad's like a marathon runner. Um, mm. and they're naturally just like skin and bones and, and I, it takes me, my metabolism is very fast. So it, I had to force feed myself to get to 152. And now we're wow. around there, yeah. like six meals a day. Oh, it was gross. <laughs> but. Damn, damn, damn. 
Nice. Well, clearly it's paid off. All right. Just, <laughs> uh, just it's an absolute standard. This is easy on the eyes for me to watch here for everyone here tonight. Um, but let's let's you know. Okay, that's all the roasts. I promise. All right. That's all right, the right. that's the hardest part of the show. And the whole reason for it is to kind of humanize the guests and break the ice. All right. It's to break mm-hmm. all the fucking the sexual tension I have with every guest. No, oh, it's yeah. the, it's the, <laughs> clearly clearly. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you some introspective questions now about your time on Twitch. All right. Okay. So the first one being, Mr. Anbucks, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Man, what have I learned about myself? Um, definitely test patience. That's one of the biggest things. I, I'm very like short tempered. Um, and like, if I see something in chat, obviously like you're going to get people of all ages, right? Come mm-hmm. and chat. And I had to really learn to balance. Like if, if, if like a, <laughs> A young person comes in chat says something that I don't take that kindly. Like my first instinct would just jump on that and like, I don't know, be like this brute of a mean like asshole. But I had to learn how to dial that down a little bit. Um, is there is there an example of this happening early on? Um, yeah, they were like when I was small, like very very small. They were they were always like trolls that came in and like mm. told me to play certain games, and I listened because I mean. You, you have to keep those, or I, I thought, you know, I, I had to keep these minimum viewers um, here. Like yeah. I needed to, if they wanted something, I was going to do it, yeah. um, depending if it was like game oriented. So if they, if like, like getting over it, for example, I streamed getting over it for a bunch of Jesus. hours like that. Yeah. And I hated every second of that game. Every second of the game, I really despised. And this is very early on in my like streaming career. And uh, just because like people, they wanted to see me fail and, and struggle because like people are sickos like that, that I, uh, I just adhered to that. And I, I eventually grew out of that and started doing what I want to do, which I think that's how it should be um, to a certain extent. As a matter of fact, I think one of the coolest things I've ever seen, uh, and I had never seen anyone do this before or prior, especially around our sizes, was your kind of Minecraft event that you held in like July or June. Oh, and yeah. that was so awesome. Like I watched that whole stream. You actually got me through my surgery that I had in during the summer. Oh, really? Yeah, oh I was I was legitimately watching you. And I also watched Parker cheat. But it's you know, we could talk about that. <laughs> and now that we could talk about that a whole other stream. Um, but that was fantastic. Like, I, it was interesting, because I was watching you from two different facets. I was watching you from the facet of an entertainer, a streamer, but also kind of knowing that, you know, I don't know, you as an event planner, I'm seeing you kind of stress out with a lot of factors that are happening. And really so, stressed. but I love that, that, that event was so cool. And so I was like, Oh my gosh, that, that's what made me, re- that's what won me over as in terms of like oh, really wow. wanting to watch you more and more. And so hopefully we don't, I don't know what the rebrand will bring, but in terms of that kind of content where you're really bringing together a lot of different streamers uh, with these kind of fun events, uh, it was, it, it, it's, it's such a blast to watch because all of you, your guys' friend groups, um, are, are such different personalities. And I, I believe, I honestly believe that you guys are very different people too, but your styles sure. meld perfectly uh, together. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful, it's, it's so cool to watch. I don't know. It's, it's awesome. Thanks, to yeah, see. I, I completely agree with you. Like, like all, all our friend group, we're really close, but mm-hmm. we have like, so our lives are so, so different. And I find yeah. it fascinating that we have like the, the one big thing in common, right? Is that like, we like being online and, and doing the stream kind of gig and, and mm-hmm. we have that same goal. So I think that's where it aligns and, and we just kind of have our, have our own lives separately. I, I think it's fascinating to me. But yeah. Yeah. I like that. Love all of them. Exactly. Um, 
next one here I have is uh, how would you describe your streaming style, Bucks? <sighs> well, it's changed. I feel like okay. over the past, I, I feel like I've evolved a little bit. Or before, it was like I was so stressed about trying to be appease people and kind of grow in the very beginning, um, and like do things I didn't want to do. And um, I'm kind of like a variety guy kind of now, I guess. But after my break, and I, I realized that. I wanted to do stuff that like I just truly wanted to do because I have such little time now that that I don't want to force myself to do something that I'm not happy with because I really value happiness in general now since there's a lot of other stressors in my life. Yeah. So like me streaming, I, I want it to be a complete outlet where I don't have to think about something that's super stressful or I, I can be genuinely happy with what I'm doing um, in, in that little free time that I have. So I, I don't know. I just... Right now, I think I'm just like a laid back. I mean, I haven't done shit since I've been back. I just, <laughs> I just sit here and talk, and mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of looking for a game to play because I haven't really been playing games recently. But what is it about streaming that is a de-stressor for you? Uh, I just, I think like just talking to to like people and building the relationships with with the people that you know come in day in day out. I think it's a cool thing to see where they are in life and they come in like check on you. It's just having that communication um, to kind of escape from your, your IRL kind of life. Um, yeah. I, th I think that's, that's what's appealing to me is that I've, I've always wanted to, to have like a bigger purpose, I guess it's kind of strange, but no, I, I agree I, with I you know. though. Cause I think, you know, with streamers, there's a little bit of, you got to have a bit of vanity to want to stream because, uh, mm -hmm. cause you have to believe that you're important enough or inter interesting enough that people will watch you. Yeah. And so I, I agree with that, but I always, I, I do find that fascinating where it's like, uh, you know, many people do worry about streaming and are stressed out by it and like have a problem going live or, or planning events or even wanting to do this. And then they get burnt out or they get discouraged or whatever. And then they leave or, or they start hating the platform in general. So mm -hmm. it's, I, I love that you've altered this kind of mindset and you're just like you know what fuck it you know i i have stuff in real life which is very important you know we can't ignore the reality of what happens when we turn off our computer yep. but you're also like this is a very safe space for me that i i enjoy and i love and the people i've met here clearly you fuck with and and you know these are people that i don't know if you ever grew around this like around the idea and bucks with like parents telling you Oh, you know, the people you meet online, man, watch the fuck out. All right. They, they're they're <laughs> creeps. They're, they're weirdos or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But then here we are 2020, and these are some of the best people I've ever met in my life. Um, mm, I agree. Completely. Yeah, especially, you know, we overlap. You know, I know the people you know. You know the people I know and this and that. Yeah. And so I got a lot of love for, and especially knowing that they're, like, you guys are fucking young, but the stuff that sometimes you say and I never tell you, I'm like, oh, that meant a lot to hear. Not even compliments, just like little things that are going in your life that you're able to kind of apply to yourself secretly or, or mm -hmm. when, when all is said and done. Mm -hmm. So I know that you mentioned, you know, your, your streaming style is evolving and you're waiting for a game. Ideally, what kind of content are you trying to, trying to, to do now with this kind of refresh of, of, yeah. of your outlook on streaming? I've, um, I talked about this a little bit on my stream. Um, Cause I've just been like, one of my big things I've been saying recently is I'm bored. Like yeah. I, I haven't played a game in a month, probably maybe longer. And, and I, it's weird for me. I've always, always had a game. I've, I've always been this 
a nerd kid that always played a game regardless of anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, me not playing a game, I, and I come back to Twitch, and I'm like, now what? Like, like what am I going to do? Just I don't want to sit here and watch videos. I'm, I don't do this reacting thing that well. Um, but one of the things I'm probably going to delve into a little bit is like IRL content within like Ooh. my apartment, I guess. Because one of my, I live with um, one of my roommates. He's one of my best friends I've had. Awesome. And he like, he knows about Twitch and everything. He's a very funny, like outgoing guy. And, and I think like just coming up with ideas with him, maybe him sitting in on my stream, we do in like a play a game together, like a scary mm-hmm. game. I might an outlast. Like, I feel like that'd be pretty entertaining if, yeah. if we both did that. Cause he's not like crazy of a gamer, but I think it'd be, be funny to see his reaction and mine. Um, exactly. And then like cooking streams. I can do that anytime. Oh my goodness. What's All the that. dish? What's your dish? And bucks, what's the dish that you make the best? Yeah. I can make an, a mean chicken and rice. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I literally, I, I don't cook much besides yeah. like I, I literally meal prep on Sundays. I'm a very bland guy right now. Mm-hmm. I, I cook a ton of chicken, like vegetables and, and rice on Sunday and eat that for four days straight and then do it again. Like, yeah. another day. I mean, it gets it done. You know, you, you got a yeah. little salt and pepper in there. You're fine. All right. Yeah. yeah treat yourself <laughs> with a little salt. You'll be good. Yeah, um, yeah. Let me uh let's transition to your community. All right, mm. and Bucks. If I asked your community who you are, and I had no idea who you were prior to this question, what do you think they would say to me? I mean, the first thing after that Twitter post would just be hunk of meat, obviously, like Craig Asm, whatever. But I don't know. If if they were to describe me besides the hunk of meat, sure. I don't know. I I think I'm a pretty level headed, like laid back person i don't give that crazy amount of energy like some people do um i just like to hang out so i think that's the best way to describe it is like as dumb and like like on like not unique as it is like just i'm like a kind person hopefully Mm -hmm. i I could be a dick for sure but Mm -hmm. but hopefully hopefully my overarching thing is that i'm like a nice person that's that's all i all i want streamer yeah that's what you are okay okay i have a I'll read you one. It says, cool guy, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I don't know Perfect. why that that one got me. Straight up, no BS, down to earth, homie. There you go. That's nice. I like that. I like that. No, honestly, because there are people that go on stream and there's, it's not necessarily a character, but there's, uh, they're very emphatic. They're very in your face or like, hey guys. And then just, they, so there's a mix of YouTube slash streaming entertainment. I, I even catch myself doing it from time to time when I go live. But literally when I first went on your stream, it's like, I felt like I was going to my friend's basement. I felt like it was just like, oh, yo, what's up moms? Hey, like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Here's a bunch of fucking penguins. Uh, I don't know if you remember the first con- conversation you and I had. I, I really out of myself as an old fucking man, by telling you, I was like, yeah, I used to work in uh, director of business development for this company. And you're like, what? Right. Having you be that excited for that bullshit was, I, that's what I knew. I was like, I already like this guy. I like this kid. <laughs> All right. Send me your resume. I'll look it over. Let me, <laughs> let me edit it for you. I think those were the offers. And you're like, no, for sure, man. Join my Discord. And I was like, is this all a ploy to join your fucking Discord? No, no, no. I actually cared. I mean, it's, it's rare when someone, I think, like around my age, pulls up if i'm doing something dumb on stream that like Mm -hmm. has that experience you know that i can relate to a little bit oh it caught my eye for sure i mean since that day i I remember i remember that Uh uh-huh i still yeah i still think about that too from time to time i'm like holy shit this man we're really talking about old man business stuff on this platform full of children and yeeters it's just what it is 
But yeah, yeah as that kind of maturity, I was like, oh, all right, I'll sign up. I'll sign up for Mr. Bucks. Um, <laughs> let's flip that question around uh, and then we'll move on to the next segment here. Uh, the question says, you know, how would you describe your community to me if I were to just show up on your channel not knowing anything and I asked you? So tell me what, what everyone here is all about. Mm -hmm. I think, well, I think I have a good mix of, of people um, ranging from like, I, I've started to telling a little bit of like my IRLs and then like maybe like their siblings come in and we like, we talk and hang out. There's like that. And then I have um, a couple, like I have a cousin or two that watches me or whatever. And, and I have, I, when I look at my community, I, I always say like, I'm sort of the bridge between like a bunch of other people as like, that's kind of a bad way to have it because if let's say like a big a streamer like friend was live and like then those people would be there rather than me but mm. i don't really i don't that doesn't really concern me i don't really care I, I think that it's cool to see the bridge between a bunch of different people's communities coming in and like all hanging out together i i, I would love to be like the the person that brings everyone together to kind of connect in that way on a bigger picture but mm. i like that I, I like that what is it about you being a connector that is fulfilling i don't know i just i like seeing people interact i like see i like seeing people like make new relationships with other people like like i like see, seeing people make like build friendships and whatever it just makes me happy in general yeah for people to meet people and then i don't know just to maybe maybe have a new friend that mm -hmm. they can rely on i think i think any anyone at any time can use a new friend so even that feeling, though, of like you have two separate friends from two separate friend groups and having them become friends, that's yeah. a very nice feeling because then mm -hmm. you could just bring everyone in the fucking loop. You don't yeah. got to ostracize anyone. That's mm -hmm. dope. I like that. Perfect. Well, there you go. See, you finished the first segment there. The whole streamer <laughs> life. You killed it, man. Yes. We're, we're, we're breezing on by. Uh, with that being said, we're, we're, we're going into the bread and butter of the show. All right, some sandboxes. The whole reason I do this is to learn about someone's life. But before I do, I'm going to go use the restroom. All right? All right. So you know how I said to kind of ignore the chat and just it's yeah. not going to work if you do, uh, if you read them. Pull them up. This is their time to shine. All right. I'll be back in like a minute. But go ahead and I'll be right on back. By the way, if you have to use the restroom, just tell me and, you know, we'll fucking figure it out from there. Okay. No problem. I'm running out of water soon, so I'm going to have to refill soon. Yeah, sure. We could do it even when I come back and you can, we could switch places. All right, cool. All right, go pee. All right, let me pull up, let me pull up you clowns in here. I don't know who's here. Pause, pause, pause. All right, oh my God, Fraser, the first one I see, of course. Of course, the first one I see is Fraser. And looks over here, it's me, Fraser. Hey, Fraser, I see you, I see you. Hi, Zoe, hi, Ethan, hi, Squad, hi, Keel, hi, Arctic, hey, Trey, what's up, man? Hey, Yao. Oh, my God. Hey, um, guys, how am I doing? What's up, Kings? How cringe am I from 1 to 10? Let me know. Cursor, he's nuts. Good job. I love you. Goodbye. You're killing it. Thanks. Pity. Hey, Pity. 12. Wow. Got him. Doing great. No more cringe than cursor. Wow, so much heat. Something came in the mail. Can you tell me, hyphen, what came in the mail? If you see a question about your fit body from chat, no, it's me. All right, I'll remember. The clips got me. I honestly am so, like, I look back on those clips and I'm like, man, I, what was I doing with so many different things? Hi, Amelia. 
like what was my room my room looked like i was 16 and that was like last year and i i don't know what the fuck i was doing and I, on stream whatever that i guess we all have cringe cringe clips whatever but <clears throat> oof this fit cursor what are you wearing right now you stunned Oh, man, I really need to get my water. I'm dying. Now you got a present. Now I have an electrical box on the wall, hyphen. It's even better, man. Every day I get to I got to look at the gray box that is in my room. Ugh. I'm wearing my PJs and a shirt. Good shit. I remember watching all those old end books. Classic. Yeah, I miss old end books, man. God, he was so much cooler. Cursor feet. Ew, bare feet. What the fuck? Be thirsty, pity, halt. Curse your feet, curse your, I can smell you, man. Ugh, my feet kind of smell like cheese. That didn't even have to be said. It's well known. How's everyone doing though? You guys tired? Got stinky cheese, cursor. Ew. Yeah, I should. Talking about his feet, moms. That's disgusting. The usual, the usual from cursor. Nothing less. Do you want to get some more water? Yeah, I'll go do that real quick. All right. We got him, boys. We got him. All right. This is the hottest episode. Oh, my gosh. How are we all doing tonight, guys? How are you all doing? Nom, nom, nom. Oh, my gosh. Pity's here. Yo, Sin. How you guys doing? Sin. Yo. Yo. Gosh. Mbox is legitimately... Uh, I love the dude, man. He's such a good person. He's such a good guy. Like, all... Like, I, I want to roast him more, but at the same time, like, legitimately, I can't. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to because I like. It's like beating up family. I don't know. I just don't like. It's another. It's one thing to make fun of cursor. Cur oh, it's one thing to make fun of cursor. <laughs> but there's something about Mbox is just too. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I love the guy. I love the guy. I, I hope. I hope the best for his success, man. Hey Zoe. Hey Frazier. Yo. Hey guys. Joe Abs. Mom. Wrong Asian. <laughs> I'm waving. Hey, Ambox is too wholesome. Amen, hyphen, dude. Amen, dude. Who? How's it going, moms? Yo, too duff, too to field. Yo, I'm doing well. Rent free, baby. True. I think it's like marshmallow gets better with a little roast. I like what you're thinking. I like what you're thinking. Um, all right, Mr. Mr. Ambox, you ready? You, you you're ready, set? Sure. Yeah. Get to it. I'm going to tell you the same thing I've told every guest. I know I've said in the DMs, I'll say it one more time. If there's anything you don't want to cover, I'm not here to push. You know, I mean, we're having a conversation. This is not an interview anymore. This is a conversation. Okay. Um, but genuinely, I, I am fascinated uh, by who you are. And that's the reason I wanted to have you on. And, and I wanted to hear more of your story. Um, sure, I, we could have done this on a Discord call one-on-one. -on -one, <laughs> but at the same time, I find that very intimidating, even just for me. I find it weird, too. Um, so we might as well make it a stream of it. So yeah. let's start off with your family and kind of your growing up. So without doxing yourself, uh, M Bucks, where were you roughly born and raised? I don't care. I'll dox my, I'm literally from, I'm from Buffalo, New York. Mm -hmm. I've lived here my whole life. Um, let's see, where do, where do I start? Where do I begin? My mom is from the Philippines. Um, she came over nice. from Manila when she was 18. Um, and then lived in California for a bit. And then my dad is from Houston, Texas. Um, and they met in college. And then he got a job in Buffalo. And that's how I ended up here. Nice. Um, but I've lived here all my life. I had a definitely an interesting upbringing, um, mm -hmm. to say the least. 
Well, um, let's we'll, we'll and we'll roll into there first. But okay. uh, any siblings, Mbox? Yeah, I have one sister. She's three years older than me. Oh, she no lives way. in Michigan. So again, I feel like of the what forty four people I've I've had on this show, eighty percent are the youngest. Like it, it just <laughs> it's something about it. Tell me about the the sibling dynamics between you and your sister that's three years older. Yeah, um, like if we were close or what? Like yeah, our close. How? Yeah, where you guys are um, now? Yeah. Uh, well, when I, I grew up with my my mom, um, my mom raised me, my sister and I, for the first my first fourteen years or whatever. So my sister and I were really close naturally because my mom wasn't home. My sister basically took care of me. Mm. Um, whatever. So we were we were pretty pretty close until then. And then she went away to school. Um, and then in Michigan, she went to school in Michigan and then she stayed there. And since I was like around here, our relationship kind of dwindled a bit because yeah. I mean, we stopped talking naturally and she went through some stuff. I went through some stuff and mm. it kind of dwindled. We're, we're still at the point where, you know, if, if we meet up or whatever, we're still mad close, but it's like when we're distant, we don't really talk much, which is fine. What's, um, what's something that you learned having an older sister? that still resonates with you today? Hmm. Something I learned. Um, probably that the older sibling like took all the heat. And then mm. when she, from anything, and then when she left, I got all the heat and I was like, Jesus. Wow. <laughs> this sucks. Wow. But, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I learned, I definitely learned that when, when she left, I was like, wow, this is so much different. Was there something that you got away with partic- in particular growing up that she wouldn't have? when you guys were living in the same household? Um, honestly, oh. not really. Mm-hmm. No, like we were pretty straight edge. Like my mom was really strict. Mm-hmm. Um, she was late. She was very strict, but also very laid back, which I don't know how to really explain that, but like her core moral values were like super strict, but everything else, like she kind of let me do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as long as it aligned with hers. Um, so, so we, what- we were, nothing really happened let's let's you know transition towards your parents then it sounds like you know uh, i was gonna ask you you know what was the upbringing it sounds like it was a fairly strict household correct yeah um yeah so i what well, should i explain like can i explain all my yeah please. Like, please from okay so just to break down when i was one um my parents got divorced so mm-hmm. I, I was one my sister was four um we lived in a nice house whatever i don't remember any of it and then i lived with my mom for like I said, for 14 years, um, I didn't really see my dad that much, um, at all. So I like was, I was, I'm a big mama's boy. I always have been, um, my sister or whatever. And when I was living with my sister and then during those 14 years or in like 12 years, I moved nine times. Um, I moved houses nine times wow. between, and it's still in the same area, but, um, I don't know. I never, ha- I never felt like in that, during that time, like I had a place, you know, I was like home because it was just like, oh, where I'd, where would I be next, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. That was that was tough. Luckily, I went to a private school for nine years, so I didn't have to change um, schools. And I feel like that would have been been a lot harder during my like adolescence if if I had to change schools, go from middle school to or elementary school to middle school, whatever. Like making new friends and doing all that would have been a lot tougher. But luckily, um, growing up in that, like I've had the same friend group. To, to this day for 17 years seven wow. of us amazing so, mm-hmm. amazing so let's let's break that down a little bit and again if i go too far don't you know don't fucking you know you don't you don't gotta answer it but i, I but yeah. i'm 
Okay. Ask anything. Ask anything. So, you know, you you mentioned your parents separating. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, again, how old were you when that, that roughly occurred? I was one. You were one. So, so probably not pretty cognitive of what happened. But I think, you know, that is something that in the United States, it's, it's fairly uh, common. Uh, and, and I don't I think there's a bad stigma for it, in my opinion, um, for a lot of reasons. But growing up, you know, like you said, you, you've been going around nine different houses and, and you don't have that, you know, that father figure isn't around. Did it ever was there ever a moment in, in your childhood that you were like, you know, where's dad? What's going on here? Um, well, the way my mom raised me, she, she raised me with, since I, I can't even, I can remember like why the marriage ended. And I've always, she basically molded me in the way to like, sounds terrible to like dislike my dad. Cause mm-hmm. I always have some animosity towards him because of how, how the marriage ended, which I wasn't around or wasn't cognitive. But as I was raised, I always had that, that in the back of my head of like that happened, that ruined this of like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really, I, I saw him here and there, but it wasn't like, I didn't really care for it that much. I, I honestly, I, I didn't think about it too much until I guess later I kind of felt the, the bigger effects of it. When my, uh, my mom, when I was 14, she got a job mm-hmm. in Maryland. So she was like, you're either coming with me or I'm like dropping you off at like your dad's house. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't want to leave my friends. And I, I just got, I, I was going to a public high school. I went from private to public and I was transitioning to there. And I'm like, I don't want to start again. So I stayed. And then that whole from 14 to whatever was just a, a shit show, you know, of, of me staying with my dad that I didn't have the best relationship with. So let's, you know, if I may, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's very fascinating because you, you went majority of your, your life at that point, or if, if not your whole life with your mom, and and mm-hmm. you're really focused on that relationship and that relationship is developing you're developing as a person you're you're learning and kind of comprehending things now and then suddenly you you're given this ultimatum of you're either with me you know you're coming with me or you're going to stay mm-hmm. so we understand why you made the decision you made it because you know you're transitioning schools you had your friends here you were you were stable of where you're at but how was it going and living now with your dad that you didn't have that sort of same FaceTime that you had with your mom. Mm-hmm. It just, it felt extremely forced. I mean, I I've since like when, when that move happened, I didn't talk to my mom for, for two years when I lived with her for, for 14, like we were super close. I didn't, I was so mad at her for leaving. And when I was that age, I didn't understand anything, you know, being 14, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. So I just, all I could do was just, I was so mad. I was like, I'm not talking. I didn't talk to her for two years. Wow. And then I, I lived with my dad where like talk about strict parents. Like he was, he's a teacher. So Oof. when, when I would, he, his, he didn't know how to parent because he didn't, ha- didn't do that. So when, when I was there and I was already you know, grown a little bit, like I was, I was basically his student, like that he would, it's, it felt like, like he was teaching or like being like a, a, mean like teacher strict teacher all the time like we broke rules like detention kind of kind of aspect like yeah like my friends always said you know i lived in a prison blah blah blah, because i couldn't do anything and then there's like stepmom in the picture um that that was also pretty bad like still pretty bad but i don't know it was definitely a transition that that i had some like i guess mental effects like i struggled with like depression for a couple years had to go to therapy for that but 
I'm I'm good now, so that's yeah. that's all that matters. <laughs> in terms of like, uh, you know, you're you're mentioning it, it was more of a teacher, less of a dad. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you made this decision. Heck, I would even say sacrifice for the sake of just some sort of stability. But the thing is, the stability you were looking for was at school with your friends and not at home where, you know, mm-hmm. when we hear home, we're thinking, this is where I can rest. This is where I could be me. And, you know, I could be comfortable because I have some sort of parental figure. Yeah. So if I may ask, you know, prior to the therapy stuff, where did you kind of lean in emotionally? Where did you find your outlets for all of this? Because, you're, you know, you're 14 and that's a lot of mm-hmm. pent up stuff. Uh, and, and, and I mean, your storyline right now is just extremely fascinating in the sense of, you've gone through already a ton and you've had to make so many important choices for yourself at such an early age. You know, where are you, where, where does a, a kid at the time, where does a kid pour himself into? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was definitely, definitely friends. Like they saved me for by far. Like when I, when I got into high school, um, I met a couple, like my, my high school friends, so I have like the elementary school friends that private school friends, I'll call them that yeah. I've always had. And they're like my brothers, basically. And mm-hmm. I've had my high school friends where like that I, I was with them throughout through those four years. So it, my private school friends, I didn't hang out with them much because mm-hmm. they were they went to private school still. So I separated from them mm-hmm. in high school and I met a new group. So this new group I uh, got really close with and I was at my friend's house almost every day of the week. Like I, I've had friends, parents ask me to move in like to to live with them whatever and because of, like they knew the situation all the details and everything and and um like i would just a, a normal day for me would you know go to school and i would just go right to their house and i would eat dinner there like they would feed me like uh, they i don't know they'd take me to sports practice whatever i had um so like i i really cherish like those friends a lot more more than they know um definitely those public school friends of like for those years when i was struggling i i just I felt like I, I had like a family away from family, which is really nice. <clears throat> how, and I know this is going to sound very random of a question, but I promise it'll lead into something. How old are you yeah. again, N-Bucks? I'm 22. You're 22. Mm-hmm. And how recently did you leave your, your, your parents, uh, your, your dad's place? Literally um, one and a half months ago. So literally, so you're telling me from the moment that you made that decision from your mom when you were 14 to this very day, you were living with your your dad. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely had some mental effects, but there were there were different bumps along the road. Like I, I lived away for a year and a half because of college and, and other mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. too. So has your has your relationship since you've gotten older developed differently at all? Um, it's just like I would say yes, but it's just like awkward. Like it, it, everything is everything that's said and done is is awkward and feels pretty forced. Because it's like you're, you know that that father son bonding, yeah. Like, I, it's so pushed on me that it makes me not want to uh, like adhere to what he wants to do because it's not natural. Like I'm yeah. not I'm not big on on that that forcing to do it because it's the norm mm-hmm. um, of, of like how you have a relationship with your your parents or your parent. But I would say it's it's gotten better because like he's seen me go through a lot of things and and uh, I feel like. And he, he went to like family therapy for a while too, because like he was just such an ass, like no one could take it. Mm. Um, 
that like he he changed a little bit, which which made it a little bit easier um, on me. But I, I've as the years went on, like I learned to instead of trying to take the the, th- the relationship head on, I kind of just have avoided it as a whole because I don't want to deal with it. And I've had so many outlets, like like um, whether it was like my ex or or other friends, like I was I was never home. And then this this quarantine thing just like was terrible because I yeah. was home all the time and at that age. So I, I it's a it's a long Mm-hmm. Long thing. Sure. Uh, if if I can ask about that, you know, how yeah. was quarantining at the house? As someone, I I I feel that like I you know, you literal you literally would be anywhere but home. Um, mm-hmm. but now you're physically forced to be there, mm-hmm. and now that we kind of understand or we kind of hear a little bit of the backstory of what's going on in your personal life. How was that kind of quarantining for X amount of months in the same household, seeing the same people every day and yada, yada? It was tough. I mean, there were definitely, definitely more frequent fights about the stupidest shit. And, and they, one of the reasons why I took that long break during quarantine was just because I, I couldn't stream at home because they didn't support it at all. Um, they hated oh. it. Like, I couldn't talk in my room after 11 p.m., um, like when I was 21 years old, I was not allowed to talk wow. at 11 p.m. Um, so that was pretty tough. Um, it, it was I was basically scrambling, you know, trying to trying to move out, but I, didn't, I obviously didn't want to rush it because of money and and all that. Trying to save as much as I can, just being right out of college. Um, so and and logistics with my friend that I was also trying to move out. So I was trying to move out for, for probably five months. Yeah. Um, if I may ask, why they hate it so much? Is it just the noise? noise and they just think like i don't know my my stepmom thinks like i think she thinks i'm like a cam girl if i'm being honest (laughs) she doesn't know what it is and she's like scared of a traditional like oh if you're online like like someone's gonna come to the house like all that it's it's, my dad just my dad just listens to her so that's that was that was the dynamic there let me ask you let, let me leave this uh this section of the life story on a higher note all right mm. and bucks can you give me one lesson whether it be a moral one a physical one whatever it may be that each of your parents have given you that you still hold true to this very day hmm. each of my parents huh? each of them i think my my mom really instilled in me like to work hard even though she didn't ever ask what my grades um, or anything with school and everything, but it was basically like the the aura of just being expected to do well to to climb out of like a bad upbringing of like we weren't wealthy at all. Like like it, I I went to elementary school and and middle school um on scholarship. Mm. Like I went there for, to private school for free because of that and like because of her and I couldn't afford like anything whatever. And and she just really drove into me somehow. I don't know. How, how she did it. I just always have worked hard, whether what it was, any, anything it was, whether it's sports or whatever. I've, I've always wanted to, to do something to climb out of, of what I, what happened to me so I could provide later in life for whatever I have, like a family, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what my mom gave me. That's love my mom. And then my dad, I, that's a hard one for my dad. I, <laughs> a lesson for him, I guess that I've gotten was maybe 
attitude and, and like patience. Like every time that he would talk to me, I would just instantly have attitude because I was just mad. <laughs> like, yeah. like it would be normal. I'd just be boom. I'd be pissed off because he wouldn't yeah. talk to me kindly. And I kind of learned to, di- to dwindle that down a little bit. And uh, I don't know, kind of think, bo- think before I, I speak more, more so of um, if I want a different reaction, like don't be an asshole all the time. <laughs> That's Excellent. what I got. That's fair. I like that. Mm-hmm. Let's move on here to the mm-hmm. next segment, which is kind of your friend group as well as your education. But one moment, let me thank the raid here from Pebbles Fay. Can't stay. Be back soon. Of course, of course, Pebbles with bringing in 14 million down here. Thank you so much, Pebbles. Guys, welcome, welcome. To another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio, I am your host, Moms Online, and today's guest of honor, we have Mr. N-Bucks himself. First stream in a month, man. Welcome back, Pebbles. Glad to have you. Well, glad to have you back on Twitch in general, but go ahead. Do your thing, Pebbles. I expect to see you back here, all right? You're, don't, you don't want to miss a good one here, but we were just going on the topic now of Mr. N-Bucks' uh, life in, in high school as well as college and kind of his friend groups, and we just started, so... Let me ask the first question here uh, for, for, for N-Bucks. Um, let's start off with high school, okay? You already know all the stereotypes. We have the, the jocks, the geeks, the popular mm-hmm. kids, the emos, skaters, whatever. What do you believe, which one did you, would you classify yourself as? Or which, one, which group would you be in? Probably none of them, if I'm being honest. I, uh, I was a private school kid in a public school. Like, mm-hmm. I did not fit in from the start. And... I had friends like that, w- that wasn't an issue, but I, I played sports and I was in like, like advanced good classes and I was in music. So like all three of those are different stereotypes of like the nerds, the mm-hmm. music kids and the, the jocks. So I never, I didn't like any of those, like, si- like I didn't like to single any of them out. So I didn't like, I didn't hang around the jocks cause <laughs> that's not who I am, but I also, I love sports. And then, I, honestly, I think my group that I got mostly from high school was like the the smart kids. Like that's mm-hmm. the people that are around me now are like the most. They're like the most successful, like people are from like those smart the smart people. I, I think maybe I I fit in there, but I was pretty quiet when I was mm. in high school. Are you? Um, would you classify yourself as an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert now. I oh. was definitely definitely an introvert for a long long time until. I went to college and obviously majored in business, so I forced myself to kind of come out of my shell a little bit, and yeah. now I think I'm quite extroverted. Nice. I like that. On the theme of high school, of course, let me ask the softball questions here. Uh, <laughs> you play any sports, any instruments, what clubs, what was your favorite subject? You know, go down the line for yeah. whatever. That's a hodgepodge okay. of questions. All right, no, I got you. I, got, I, got, I played basketball and golf in high school. Um, I was in like the select chorus, whatever. Um, I didn't play instruments. I just sang. Mm -hmm. I I mean, my mom, my mom was a music teacher and my dad is also a music teacher. So I, I grew up with music. My mom's like a master pianist. Um, so I played piano for a little bit and then I taught myself guitar. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was in for clubs. I was in, I was in a bunch. I was like vice president of like this, the lifting club is stupid. And then I was in, <laughs> I was a secretary of like a environmental club yeah. where, like, where we raise money for like the environment or whatever. I was in a bunch of those like yeah. little ones, I guess. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing crazy. 
I'm fascinated. I know I'm not gonna ask you to play on stream, all right? That's not that's too corny. That's just too corny. Well, I, I am curious. So you you taught yourself how to play guitar. What song? What what's your go to song to serenade? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm my my relationship with the music is very weird, moms. It's it's I like so. it was so forced down my throat from my parents that I wanted nothing to do with it. So I turned mm. to sports and like I was supposed to be this very very good pianist back back when I was a kid. Like I started when I was three and I was supposed to do something with it. My sister went to went to Michigan State on um like piano scholarship, whatever. Wow. She was like a the golden girl, whatever. And I was supposed to be better than her. Like uh-huh. my mom always said that and I I just did not care because it was so forced. So I, I kinda my parents kinda didn't like that about me, that I didn't care about it. Yeah. And I had like this quote unquote talent. And then I um I kind of just hid it from them. Like when I started playing guitar, like I didn't want them to know that I, I was doing this because then I feel like they would have spoke up and I would have stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, so I don't show like anyone my music. I like at all. I was with I dated someone for three years and she never heard me sing or play guitar once, which is crazy. That's fascinating. Why do you so? Why is it exactly that you don't show your music? I don't know. I think I think I want to be at a certain level before I start showing people what I do. I I, I don't know. I, it's so like near and like dear to me that I don't want to like open myself up that way it's hard for me i don't know why i really don't have an issue with opening myself up at all but with music it's some reason i just i don't know if it's a confidence thing or what but i i just don't i i show a very very minimal amount of people about it sounds it. like it's like a at least from my point of view it sounds like there's an expectation that you have put upon yourself because of your parents and your sister and then you know whether we know it or not is not important but you know whether it's good or not and yeah. so you you will you will harbor that and and hold that from everyone else and I mean and that's your that's your thing I'm not gonna again not gonna shake you down for a couple chords but <laughs> but I like that what genre uh, do you play on your guitar? Um, mostly like right now I'm in like a very acoustic like indie slash alternative thing. I, I've I mm-hmm. listen to a lot of just like like guys singing with a guitar like not much else. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, kind of like. If you're like in a forest and like very like earthy music, I don't know yeah. why, but I, I like playing that that stuff and I, I like singing it. So eventually, I'll uh, I've always said on my bucket list is to for me to release an album that I produce and, and sing eventually. That's it. Long down the road. Long yeah. down the road. I like that. But. Going back to to high school now. All right. Mm-hmm. So you know you're a little quieter. You're around those smart kids. You're doing all this jazz. Um. Tell me, was it was there ever? Were you in that social echelon where you didn't you didn't get the bullying, or was it, or were you? Because I feel like it's either you got bullied or you didn't get bullied. It's really it's it's one or the other in terms of high school experience. I definitely did like a lot, actually. Surprise, like I I guess surprisingly, I don't know if that's surprising, mm-hmm. but I I did a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Starting like elementary school and middle school, and then it kept going. But <laughs> I was always the smallest kid. Like I was oh. always short. And yeah. obviously, naturally, it's easy to pick on someone that's small. Thank um, you. Thank you. I want, I'm going to clip that for later anyways. So, uh. <laughs> and uh, so I don't know. I like there was I have one story in seventh grade, like for no reason. I was just like trying to go to the bathroom. Some like big kid threw me into a sink and bl- broke the sink off the wall. Oh, with my body. fuck. That was pretty bad. Um, yeah. I don't know. I got in a lot of fights mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school, middle school, because just mm-hmm. defending myself um, yeah. with that. And then 
when I got to high school, I wasn't liked when I played sports because I was this private school kid that no one knew. So like they all came up from public school knowing yeah. each other and had this team established. And then I come into school and I'm a good athlete, but no one knows me. And I'm this like private school kid. It's almost like a, a stupid like movie, right? That they have this, this weird animosity whatever. I don't know if it's jealousy or whatever. So I, mm-hmm. I instantly got picked on like because of that. Like, yeah, I, I was just, I was basically the outcast in, in that, in that sense. Um, so I dealt with it and I, like, like I stated before, it took me a little bit to globe, globe a little bit. Like I was mm-hmm. chunky. Um, and then I went from being chunky in my junior year to, to skinny. Yeah. Skinny. And then a little bit strong. And I got actually shit for being strong. Like what? When no. I was strong in high school, I went, people would like make fun of me cause I'd play sports. I'd go tubby. And then yeah, and I, I became like in really good shape. And I like wore like a tank top to school once. And I remember like, kids on the football team would like grab my arms and be like, Oh, like, look at him. Like, yeah. blah, blah. And I'd be like, I didn't care. Like we got a uh, strong guy over here. Look at this yeah. guy. Who the fuck is it? Like, yeah. I feel like at that point, you know, now you'll never win. Like you'll never win these, yeah. that, that cool. type of person over. If they're, if they're willing to shit on you for anything, then it's just, it, you know, what's the point? What's the point yeah. there? Um, I, was, I was definitely an insecure kid because of that. Like, going through high school and especially with like physically of, of being out of shape and then getting in shape and still, still not having the reaction that I wanted mm-hmm. or, or having the support that I wanted that, that it kind of relates to the, to the picture that I posted on Twitter, why I hate it so much is it's like, like, that's not all that I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's just back to the roots of, of not being confident with my own body, I guess. And then, and then doing that. And then now it's all like, it's only that, which, well, you know, it, it's it, you know, you, you want to be known. Everyone wants to be known to bring more to the table than just physically. You know, it, it, yeah. it's because physically, it's like I don't know. Actually, I would love to be called hot. I don't know. I see we're in two different worlds. <laughs> I would love, I would love to be called. No, I'm joking. I I I'll call you hot any day. You look at you. Come on. I'm gonna keep that as a clip for myself. And uh, no, but it, I feel that though. I resonate with that. Where it's just like. You, you know, you were, you were pretty self-conscious about your body early on for, for one reason, you know, being a little bit heavier. And then you, you had believed that this would fix the problem, you know, you're, you're healthier, but then you still get the same kind of shit. And so there's no winning. There's no, there's nothing. And then you thought that world stuck in high school and then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You post one photo on Twitter and everyone's craigasming, you know, I, I, I feel that though. My, I literally no. could have just, I could have done nothing. I really could have. And I, I, I don't know what and what propelled me to post that to this day. I just did it. I, I like to what. think though, M Bucks, I like to think that the difference between the people in high school and the people here on Twitch and Twitter uh, have different prerogatives with their comments. You know, in high school it's more of like, I'm gonna fuck it, like fuck this guy. I'm trying to put him down to my size. Whereas yeah. this is more like we're like yeah, you're a handsome guy, but we're also trying to gas you up backhandedly. Yeah, if that makes yeah, sense. For sure. Okay. It's, yeah, I, uh, I I get it. I get it. It's it's not like obviously I see a comment, I'm not gonna beat myself over someone being positive. That could be a joke. Like it's yeah, it's not that. It's just it it does get annoying when that's sure. like the only thing I hear. And and like if I go somewhere in a chat, it's like, you know, that that's what happens sometimes. And I'm mm-hmm. just like. Can I just like say hi? <laughs> Can I exist here for like a I second? Know. Yeah. I know. Without. It's okay. I mean, hmm? it's all right. It's a good little ego boost, I guess. 
You don't, uh, you know what, Bucks? I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip the script on you. I don't think you have to put up with it. I don't think you have to say it's all right. You could just say, oh, fuck it. It's fucking annoying. All right, next question, moms. <laughs> you don't got to play this I, game. I, I told people. Don't worry. I've, I've spoken up about it. Good on you. But, Good on you. All right. That's the final time, guys. All right. That's the final bit of Hot and Bucks. Now, um, so, you know, you're going through your high school career. We're, we're, we're moving forward. We're moving forward with that all. And we hit graduation day. All right. You have mm-hmm. your diploma. What was going through your head in terms of, next steps was it always college was it a year off was it a four year was it community college what are we talking in terms of next steps for m bucks after high school yeah it was for me it was always college i i kind of my parents instilled that to me being having an education background of you know my dad's a teacher i'm gonna he's gonna force me every which way to go to college Mm -hmm. Um, it's the most important thing right Mm, Um, yeah oh my god i i i always had that like and and from where I'm from, it's very weird if you didn't go to college. I, I think there were maybe a handful of kids out of 400 or 300 that didn't um, in my entire class so mm. I, I, from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. So I think I kind of went with that norm and, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do too much. I, I always had a, kind of a background in business, yeah. um, finance, because somebody from my mom, um, like I stated before, you know, we weren't wealthy and, and I watched her growing up struggle with, with a lot of debt, um, not ever being able to catch up to that debt and and like struggling with finances i don't, I don't know how like maybe from her loans from her going to school in the mm. u.s or whatever it was being a single mom like i've i've always wanted to in the in the back of my head and my heart i guess i always wanted to be like a financial advisor to try to just help other people like her to like pull them out of of bad places um financially because wow. i watched my mom you know struggle all those years and then yeah. eventually pay back to her but that's that was like that's that were my root, that was my roots of why I'm business. Oh, um, uh, exactly. What was what was the uh, field you were studying in business? Just finance. I have a, I finance. had a business administration bachelor's with a concentration in finance. Finance, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let me ask you about your your college life, Mister Ambucks. Mm-hmm. All right. You you had dormed or live on campus for how long? I went away to school for one year, um, a really tiny school. I dormed uh, for one year, and then I transferred back home and then lived in an apartment for half a year. Nice. So with that then, dorm experience, I'm always, uh, I, I got a question for that one. All right. Yeah. Why are you laughing already? I haven't even asked. All right. You got... <laughs> I think back to that year is a funny year. Well, I think you, then I think you know what I'm going to ask. Yeah. I have a theory about uh, strict parents or a strip, a uh, strict mm. upbringing. You know, I, I, as, as someone who works with a lot of youth, a lot of my students are, are either, uh, uh, seniors in high school or first years in college. And I have a theory in my brain. I have a theory in my brain that says that strict parents uh, make the wildest of kids because they're constantly suppressing. They're constantly suppressing everything and never even having conversations about all the taboo topics that, mm-hmm. that come up in, in you know, teenage years. So let me ask you, when it was your turn to leave the nest, <laughs> what was that? experience and feeling like and how ham did mr m bucks go in college um i had some fun but my <laughs> if, if, I, if my if my dad raised me okay if my dad raised me i would have rebelled so bad i'd probably be on hard drugs like from from <laughs> wanting wanting to like get away from how strict it was i totally mm-hmm. i totally would have had if i only was raised by my dad but my mom was was strict but you know like i said she was very laid back like with me that she kind of 
instilled in me to always kind of try to do the right thing and, and just think mm. before I do shit. But obviously, like a freshman in college, going away, I I was stupid. I mean, I've I've stories. I don't I don't. What is I, one I, story I, that's worth sharing that won't get you in trouble too much? Um, this could probably get me in trouble, but I really don't care. It's uh, no, they won't know. So so they they there was a restaurant on campus that was open late, and like um, it was like the only restaurant on campus that was open late. And there was, it was like a weekday. I, for some reason, I was drunk with, with a couple of my friends. I don't know why. Or no, wait. No, I was maybe, I was drinking a lot of water at the time. Uh, and then gotcha. I, gotcha. I stumbled in, I remember, to this restaurant. It was, it was closed. It was like 2 or 3 a.m. Because um, it closed at like 12. And we just opened the door. It was unlocked. It was oh, my God. Dark. <laughs> so naturally, there's like three or four of us walking into this restaurant. And maybe under the influence and we, we open open it's purely dark we're just in the kitchen of this restaurant like while it's closed like we were just like taking food it, it was so stupid like and i look back and i don't remember a lot of it but but i just remember like just munching on like chips and stuff and then, and then going back to the dorm and we were just like laughing the entire time we didn't even think about anything we we didn't get caught for it that yeah was- ridiculous there was no they didn't even bother they didn't check the cameras they're just like oh they no. they got their shit in the left Literally nothing. I, I don't know how. You just making <laughs> chips? I would have made a whole fucking meal. I would have oh turned on the burners, deep fried the fry. I could burn it down. You're oh actually God. true, true, true. <laughs> Damn, didn't think about yeah, we're, that. You're just stumbling over like, oh, it took it, this and this. What's going on? Yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> that. So you know, you transferred over. You, uh, when you made your decision to study. Uh, business administration with a focus on finance was that a one and done or did you have any deviations where you like you know you were originally accounting then you went to finance or well how 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 did your mind work during that time mm-hmm. um my sister actually is an accountant i didn't say that so oh. she went from music changed it <laughs> went to she's an accountant cpa or whatever and oh, okay so I, whatever damn all right i, I tried yeah whatever <laughs> i tried a little bit of accounting um, but I, I took it in high school too. And I knew that I hated it yeah. um, from the start. So I, I, I thought about it just to force myself to go through it. Cause it's the, I think it's one of the best paths you can take in business. You will always have a job. True. Um, and I thought about it. I thought about marketing a lot. Um, and I also thought about like a, um, on the side, like, or instead of business, my only other thing that I thought about was physical therapy. Cause I, oh. I was into, um, like that was kind of like my fitness healthy kind of kick was yeah. like, Oh, I wanted to do that. Um, Same. but I'm kind of nice. glad I, I, I'm, cho- I'm glad I chose business. Mm-hmm. To be honest. <clears throat> During your time in college, what's a, what's a memory that you look back fondly? You're like, Oh, this is, you know, this is something that I'm going to still kind of pontificate and look back and, and share when I'm much, much older. Mm-hmm. Um, I got chosen to go on this business trip. Um, it was like me and 10 other students where we got, it was called like Silicon Valley tech track or something. Mm. So we were like sponsored to go visit a bunch of companies in Silicon Valley, San Francisco. Um, like we toured Apple, we toured Google to like network. And um, we stayed in like an Airbnb um, in San Fran. It was gorgeous. Like nice. the whole experience, we were there for like a week or a week and a half. And we would just tour like, big businesses like visa a bunch of startups and everything just just to network and talk to people and mm-hmm. and i think that really broke me out of my shell 
to get like the real world like corporate experience because before I didn't really have that um, besides like an internship but mm-hmm. this was it was very interesting to see like a west coast perspective um, <laughs> of everything from yeah. being from the east coast you know and I, I will always remember like just the camaraderie of being with those guys and and meeting like these crazy professionals right that are, that are so intimidating and getting used to that and acclimated yeah. that very fond memory of mine what was the stark difference between an east coaster and west coaster from your point of view there just the culture in general i mean it's hard to explain i think just say I mean, we're nicer over, just say we're nicer I, and we I can mean, get over totally totally way nicer <laughs> i mean you guys are wearing jeans and sweatpants to work we're wearing suits like like we're just getting to the business cash shit over here yeah <laughs> like we're so behind oh so, tell me you got chinos and bucks tell me you got chinos course, on you thank you Thank you. I, I respect you much more. I respect you much more now. Um, I like that, though. I like that, that you're, you're able to, to kind of see those differences, not just in business, but, you know, like you said, culture in general and have mm-hmm. that wide range there. Um, I've, oh, I've always kind of seen college, especially those that go to a, a university and, and live on campus or, or, or attend a four year at least um, as a time to really find yourself an identity. Would you agree with that? Um, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for me, it was definitely more recent, if I'm being honest. Um, my, I found myself definitely in the transferring moment because I knew what I didn't want. Um, I knew that I didn't want to be at the, my small school and I wanted to go bigger. I, I, I felt like I was completely underachieving because I was scared to go away. I was scared. I don't know why I, I was scared to go to a big school at, um, right after high school. I, yeah. I, so I went to a small school that I, wasn't that great. Um, I did really well there. Like, yeah. so I got into great schools after. Um, and then I, I went bigger, obviously. But I think I found myself there, of, like realizing that I don't want to stay in my little shell. And I kind of pushed myself to, you know, become a better professional or whatever, try to be successful. And then my turning point, I think later on was like, after graduation, honestly, like, like figuring out what the fuck I'm doing. Like, yeah. what do I actually want Yeah. in life in general? That was like, like a big that. thing for me. Oh my gosh. I got to ask you then that one. So when you had that diploma, you know, when you got that college degree and did you, oh my gosh, I got, oh my goodness. This is the first time I actually got to talk about this. <laughs> I realized this. I was like, man, a lot of people just didn't do college. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. and that's totally fine. Don't cancel me for this shit. But like, this is this is one of the rare moments when you got that college d- degree, all right, and you know it's it's that thing everyone keeps fucking yammering about. Did it? How did it feel? How did it feel come graduation day or even the day after graduation? I'll be honest, I didn't care at, yeah. at all. Yeah, I didn't care. I, <laughs> I literally did. I I didn't care. I had a COVID graduation, so I, I oh walked down home or walked downstairs, watched my name come by with my honors and walk right back into my room. I didn't, I didn't care at all. And, and honestly, now I just, I'm craving more of, I want to go. I still think I underachieved. Like I still want to go to my, my goals. Like I want to go to the top 20 to get my master's. I want to damn keep, keep pushing see where I can go. Yeah. Cause I feel like I've always underachieved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Why. <laughs> you, you, you mentioned earlier that you forced yourself to become an extrovert because you were uh, studying business. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lot, and I think that Twitch has a lot of introverts uh, on this platform, uh, just the way it's actually built. So mm-hmm. my question to you is, what advice would you give to someone that maybe wants to try 
to be more extroverted in their personal life? Mm -hmm. I just think my perspective, I'm a very logical and a real person of, of like survival, I guess. If, if you're I like going to survive in, in <laughs> real life, you're going to have to talk to people. Like you at some point, you are going to have to talk to people. I don't care what it is. If you're ordering food. If you're trying to get a job, like, what are you going to do? Nothing. Like, I don't know. I'll write it I'm down. Very logical. I'm, I'm very logical of, of like, you have to talk. That's literally the way of life. So like, what stopped you? And that was what forced me to. So I didn't, I was like this shy kid in a corner and I didn't talk to anyone. And then, and then I was like, why am I wasting my time not talking? Like you could build relationships and, and that. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of people have more of like it's it's a fear, you know. It's it's a crippling fear to to because uh, I always say, "What do you have to lose?" That's always usually yeah. my my thing. Whenever I do something stupid, whether I'm going to make a decision that's stupid or not, the one question I ask myself is, "What do I got to lose for this one?" In terms of speaking, I I didn't realize how debilitating. Like, legitimately, people that are like desperately introverted were like, "I don't want to fucking talk to nobody." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's, you know, that's their digs, but so you would say it's more of a survival thing. It's more of a, I, I had no other choice but to yeah, be extroverted, totally. especially I mean, in the field you were in. Yeah, if, if I was an introvert in business, I would be nowhere near where I am now. Like, I probably wouldn't have got my internship, which got me my full-time job. I probably wouldn't have got involved in that Silicon Valley thing. I, I, like, yeah. like, all of it, it's a, it's a trickle-down effect of if, or a mm -hmm. ripple effect, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You have to talk. You do. I was going to do some fucking Wolf of Wall Street shit. I was going to be like, sell me this pen, Nbucks. Sell me this pen right now. All right? <laughs> I, I respect that. I like that, though. So, yeah. you know, you get that degree. You had a COVID graduation. Uh, kind of blue balls. You know, it's you're literally on TV. And, um, and now you're faced with that reality of, all right, well, now I have this degree. Um, clearly it sounds like you want to go get your master's, which is awesome, dude. All power to mm -hmm. you. Thanks. <laughs> More school. Yeah, no, I've, I, once yeah, that yeah, degree yeah. was over for me, I was like, I, psh, that's bullshit. This is insane. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I could see the moves. I see the moves with that master's. All right. I get you. And especially if you have the, the brain power to do it and the energy and the time and finances by all means. Um, mm -hmm. but let's, let's move into your work history now yeah all right because of that uh in general before we get into any of them how many jobs have you had in total um probably five or six five or six perfect all right let's start from the top uh how old are you and what was the job the first one? i was 16 i worked at a burger place or a restaurant um i was just like a normal cashier or not cashiers. I just took orders and it was a weird, like you walked up there, there were no waiters. Mm. It was like, you walked up there and I kind of took the order. And it wasn't fast food because I'd bring the food out and like, it was like a medium between the two. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And so I did that for, I worked there for three years. I, I was a supervisor there for a year and a half. Um, so I got to boss people around just hysterical. When I was like 18, I got to boss people around and it, it was just so funny to me. Like I, the amount of food that I made free for people, like I fed my entire crew all the time. It was really <laughs> fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so that was my first. And nice. then why'd you leave? To, um, well, a coworker 
a, like a 40 year old coworker man tried to fight me because I told him to do something. And he had like a, he had a weird thing where people had to hold him back. And I was cooking at the time. And I, he's like, you can't tell me what to do. And I was like, I can, I'm the supervisor. And then he's like, <laughs> you, should, you should get in college and get a degree. And I'm like, sir, I'm in college. And then he's like, you're only here because your dad wants you to work here. I'm like, you don't know my dad or me. So he was literally trying to punch me. He's like, you want to go? I'm like, I'm cooking food. Um, so after after that happened, I quit the next day because they didn't fire him. My manager didn't fire him. Oh, so I was shit. Like, I was like, you guys watch that happen, and I'm leaving. So I, I left, and I took also two coworkers with me. I I, I told them to quit, too, and they this came. This guy's in. making a mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So so I went to um, – I worked at Lowe's, like the, you know – Hardware store, yeah. And I worked outside Lawn and Garden, so I just hey. threw molten rocks into people's cars eight hours a day during the summer. That was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I worked at where else? I worked at a wine and liquor store for a year and a half. Okay, okay. Um, that was a fun experience, I guess. A little bit different working like retail work. And then I also started a landscaping business with one of my friends. We did that for three summers. Damn. Um, which that was a ton of fun. I, I wish I could have done that more because it was just our group of friends hanging out in the sun in the summer, blasting music, making a ton of money. And my friend actually quit his like business job to pursue that landscaping company that we started. And so he's like doing that full time now. Right. Whoa, cool. that's huge, dude. That's cool. Tell me about that. Tell me about that kind of you started this together, correct? Yeah. I'm the co-founder, quote unquote. How was it working with your friends? You know, there's always those stigmas of working with friends or family and business and it getting very sticky and messy. Um, talk about how, how, you know, first of all, how the idea came to be and how did it flourish? I don't know. I think we were like 18 at the time. So we were like thinking like what ways can we make money quick during the summer and have fun? So we're like landscaping, easy. We'll just go around the neighborhood and start asking people, like build that client base. Um, whatever. And, and this friend like that I started with, I had a ton of trust for. He was the same friend where like I explained earlier that I was at his house every day. His mom asked me to move in. Like we were really close. Wow. So I didn't have any, I didn't ever have any issues with that, like our relationship. Um, wow. And then so cool. when we started, you know, expanding our business and, and getting our name out there, you know, posting stuff on, on social media about it, um, family, friends, blah, 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 word of mouth. Like me and him would basically quote the jobs. Like we'd go to the, the houses and like actually talk to the people and you know, build that relationship and then quote the job, what they want done, whatever. And we, we wouldn't mow lawns. We did everything else. So like we even like built stuff for them, like built decks. We, we put down a ton of paths, whatever, whatever they wanted. Eesh. And uh, so like me and him would do that. And then we'd kind of supervise like our, our other friend, our other friends that worked for us kind of, and we like paid them an hourly wage. Wow. Um, Supervisor and Buck shows up again over here. <laughs> But I helped them too. Like I broke my back too. All right, all right. You're not starting more fights over there with this. Absolutely not. No, not with forty year old men that want to kill me. Oh no. He's still out there. You know that, right? He's still out there. He's somewhere. He's doing something. I don't know. He could be dead. Okay. All right. (laughs) Oh Jesus Christ! I didn't get to get my anger out on him. Trust me, I wanted to. You ever think about going back to the burger shop? Just stop it by, check in. It's out of business. So no. You hate to see it. It's because you left. It's because you I left. It's because you, yeah, clearly, clearly. And you took all those coworkers with you. So you, <laughs> you, you, you created this business with your friends. You did this for three years. 
uh, it be, it flourished down like uh, year over year based off word of mouth and quality yeah. of work. Why'd you stop? Um, I had an internship. So I started doing more stuff in my field. Um, I got an internship with an investment bank and then I worked there for a summer. So I couldn't be there and he kept doing it. And after that, I kind of fell out of it. After my internship, I did work with him a little bit, but it wasn't anywhere near what we used to do because yeah. he, he popped off that summer and I was just like in an office. <laughs> and then um, eventually, you know, that led to my, my full-time job now. So I, I mean, I don't regret it, but mm-hmm. that's why. Sure. <clears throat> Let's ask about your full-time job right now. What do you do? I'm a financial analyst for an investment bank. So I don't know. I could go on and on about what I want to do, but no one wants to hear that because I don't even want to <laughs> explain how what garbage I have to do every day. How did you end up? Well, actually, let's make even the question a little bit more simple. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you happy with what you do right now? Um, yes and no. Um, with the actual work and, and the circumstance, not mm-hmm. really. The company, it's a very good company. <laughs> So like it, it'll look great, you know, for the experience, wherever I go, like for the, just for the resume to start like yeah. international bank, whatever, like that I, I can, they'll know what it is. So that's, that's my only overarching reason why I'm like there. And obviously the paycheck too, it's paying. All right. Mm-hmm. But with, with the work life balance, absolutely not. I'm not happy. I mean, I, I work seven forty five to, you know, six thirty seven every day. Um, I eat lunch and dinner at my desk. I am in my room because we're, you know, COVID. It's a pretty dreary lifestyle. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons, like, why I stopped streaming was because I would work and then I would have to be on my computer for maybe up to 16 to hours a day mm-hmm. um, if I didn't stream. So, um, no, I'm not really happy, but, I mean, I kind of bur- – I'm burying my head a little bit to mm-hmm. get that you know, experience for that year. I mean, I'm a, I'm a grinder at heart, so I'm, I'm okay with, with doing that for a year. Yeah. Or so until I find something that I actually enjoy. So that, this right now for me is the weirdest point in my life where I don't know where the hell I'm going to be. Yeah. Next year, in the next six months, whatever. So I'm this next question is less about exactly where you're going and more so what the feel is. So what I what I'm asking here is N Bucks is, you know, it, it sounds like you're not fulfilled. You know, it's paying the bills. You know, it's paying the bills. You can't complain. You've got this. Uh, you've got this opportunity on your hands, especially with the tough economy, all this jazz. But let's just mm-hmm. make sure all the PR is done with that. But mm-hmm. it does definitely sound like there's undertones of like, yeah, I'm not happy. Like I'm, I'm not crazy about what I do, but it's definitely a blessing in in its own right. So yeah. what I'm asking is, what does happiness in terms of a career look like for you? Um, hard, hard question. I, I think. Happiness for me, I mean, it's something that obviously has, a, for me, has a big work-life balance. I don't want to, I really value that of having my own life outside of work. I don't want to be cooped up in an office and yeah, and working my life away. I think that's a shitty way to live, in my opinion. I want to experience things. I want to travel. I want to do all that, you know, yeah. hang out with people, whatever. But happiness, I mean, I hate being at the bottom. I It grinds my gears every second of the day that I'm at the bottom of Cause I mean, I'm an incoming analyst. I can get shit on all day. Like yeah. if I, if I wanted to at, at this big corporate, you know, corporate America. So me being at the bottom, it is just like, no one cares. Like you just get obliterated. They overwork you, whatever. And I cannot stand that. Cause I, I've, I always try to be a leader and try to be 
in charge or something along those lines, just naturally how, how I'm built is to grind to that point. And now that I don't have that much control right now, it's just, it bothers me. So once I get that, that um, leadership role or in a different area or a different business where it's smaller, when I can actually kind of have a say, and I'm not just a huge cog in a wheel at an yeah. investment bank, I think I would amount to happiness that way. This is going to be the most like the, the, this part I'm going to say is so fucking boring, but I think it just applies directly only to you. <laughs> like everyone else is watching this. You can mute me for five seconds here. <laughs> but what I'll say is like a hundred percent. I think what you're doing right now in bucks in terms of your career is spot on. Like you're right. And don't doubt yourself with that because a lot of my friends that are in that financial advisor role, they went to a big five here in Seattle, but then mm-hmm within two years, you know, transition to a one dude ended up going into one where he actually has equity into the company, yeah, loves it now, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's perfectly the smaller size, I'm able to make my own time, commit to my clients, and he has that mm-hmm. leadership role. So I want yeah. you to I want to reinforce what you're doing and say, like, trust your gut, you've got a good head on your shoulders with that one. Like, Thanks. especially being a like, recent grad, I know things can feel weird. And like, it's not unstable, because you do have your job. But very like, holy shit, where's the light at the end of this tunnel? Mm-hmm. Um, but there is one. And, and, and I, I could see a lot of goodness in terms of your, your, your career path um, and where the success you'll find there. No, 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 not a problem, man. That just means a lot. <laughs> call it like I see it, man. I call it. A, and you would think, wait, moms, but how about you? But well, that's a whole other story, Mbox. We'll talk about that off the clock, all right? I don't got to tell you what, what happened with my fucking business degree, all right? <laughs> yes, I call me Walter White at this point. I'm a fucking criminal. <laughs> this is not... Yeah, you gotta tell me all about it. I'm, I'm oh, I would love to tell you about my business world here, but not not the show isn't about me. All right, it's about you tonight. So, right. you know, it sounds like and and would you be doing your masters and this job at the same time, or would you be taking time off to fulfill your masters? Yeah, I'd be doing both. Hopefully, the company would pay for it. That nice. I'm oh, that's right. I'm gonna wait though, because. If if I stay with this company, I would have to move to a different city to go to a school that I'd want to. And I don't, ah. I don't know if they'd be located there, depending. So it's yeah. I'd probably wait to work for a different company and then near that school. So I'm not I'm not sure yet. One last question about your career. Mm-hmm. What you're doing right now, what is something that you're realizing school didn't teach you? <laughs> School didn't teach me shit. School there it is. Anything. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I guess the, the fundamental skills of, I don't even know, knowing how to use a calculator. I don't know. School, <laughs> school didn't teach me anything. Like, I, I, as shitty as that sounds, I guess having the habits maybe forced into me, but, but I know tons of my friends that didn't practice those habits, so they're just bums. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it, I mean, higher level, level education helps. I guess I'm not like, was it a, was it a culture shock when you started your first, you know, week or even month at this job? In my internship? Yeah. I was like a deer in a yeah. headlight. I, I was, especially I was quite introverted still um, to that point. Like that, that internship, like I really, every day was stressful for me waking up and, and knowing that I have to go into office and this huge office and, and, and just meet with, with managers and do mm-hmm. this and that. But I really like really put my, pride aside and like head down and tried to be the best intern that was there. And, yeah. and uh, like, I went out of my way to meet with, with different 
department heads like one-on-one just to network and i don't know which i would never even think about that before because i was such a little shy kid (laughs) like that do you have your own business cards and bucks no i don't okay that's where you need to go you need to go make some business cards they're only five five dollars for 500 you what no listen listen the i when i went to silicon valley everyone told me they're like business cards are from the past, literally just hit me up on LinkedIn. Every oh, everyone, every single person. Oh my gosh! Everyone said that to me, and I was like, "All right." I dis- <laughs> I, I disrespectfully disagree with that. All right, why can't you have both? What's wrong with having your name on a card? I I was I was fuck. I'm not that old. I literally like just to make myself. I would have those like leather bags. And I would be fucking flat. Hey, nice to meet. Oh, I almost said my real name. Oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> I almost gave you my full real name there. But no, those are. I don't know. I don't know. I, I agree to disagree. I do. I don't know. LinkedIn is. I don't know if I agree fully with LinkedIn and the concept, especially the build of it. I think it's kind of trash. But mm-hmm. I understand. It's it's kind of like having. It's just a little website with your portfolio on it, and I, yeah. I can agree with that. Fair, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine, fine. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Mbucks, we'll we'll move on there. We'll move on to the last segment of the life story here, right. which is the romantic relationships, romantic history. All right. I know. I, I everyone here, do you guys have 15 hours? Are you guys good? Are you ready? <laughs> but before before we do, I'm gonna go use the restroom one more time. A lot of these cliffhangers, all right? Are you good on water or restroom? Anything? Yeah, I might I might run to the restroom real quick. All right, you want cool. me to stay? I can stay here. Uh, if you, you go first. You've been drinking more water. I've been right. drinking decaf coffee. You're fine. All right, I'll be back. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, this man has a watch, too. God, he is everything I needed to be. And I am wearing beanies and golden chains, guys. This is where I'm at in life. All right. That's a sick guitar. I like his room, man. What are those tissues and lotions in the back? Is that Cetaphil? What kind of lotion is that? And Bucks likes to look at the uh, world lotion half full. (laughs) Not enough barking. I'm telling you guys, not enough barking on stream. All right. You literally move them for stream. Nah, nah. Eagle eye, dude. Eagle eye, baby. I also remember from the last time. The first time he came back on Twitch is the first thing I said. I was like, is that fucking, what's that lotion? Yo, so do I call you moms or... Yeah, call me moms, Pebbles. Call me moms. Leave them alone, moms. M-Bucks is one of my favorite... We don't got to say it. We don't got to say it. We don't got to say it. I'll leave it for the end. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Go ahead. The people are yours. I'll be right back. All right. Let me open it up again. <sighs> hey, guys. Who here? Who here? Arctic. Yo. Yo, was he was he talking shit about me? What did he say? M Pebbles Squad Yao David. Oh my! Hey Pity. Hi Zoe. What was he saying, guys? You gotta tell me. You got you guys gotta tell me. He was looking. Oh, he's talking about your lotion. What? <laughs> Yo, can you lend me like fifty bucks? Right, leave pocket. Dave, man, like. You're asking me to, to put that in my folder, man, of, of out-of-pocket shit. I mean, that's actually fully in-pocket. That's all right. But he's talking mad shit. <laughs> hey, Bucksworth. Hey, Mubs. How's your slumber, man? How long have I been on here? Two hours?
Burden, bro. I ain't scared. <laughs> I liking it so far. It's fun. It's fun, of course. I mean, it's Moms is one of the best people that does this like ever, man. He's phenomenal at talking. Like I, I can talk to him all day and never ever feel uncomfortable. And I'm sure you guys would be the same way. He really holds your hand for everything and really guides it like, like completely, completely well. So honestly, good shit to Moms. He's a phenomenal person. Love the guy. I'm kind of tired though, but I mean, I kind of have some adrenaline going. He's I guess. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, time say it's 1.30 for me, but I got up at like 7.30 today. I'm a little tired. The fact that you're I'm... still up and Bucks is... All right. No, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm ready. All right, man. All right. Feeling great. I'm just putting, yeah, I'm glad that you're getting the water in you. I know that helps wake you up. So go mm. fluid up there. Let's see here. <clears throat> this is the moment everyone keeps, it, not even just you, M-Bucks. This is everyone so fucking nosy about each other's love life. Yeah. So I had to throw this one in for, for you know, the, the basis of the show. So mm -hmm. the way that this works um, is similar to the work segment. So before we get into anything, in total... And I'm not asking for one night stands or make out sections or whatever it may be. In total, how many official relationships have you had in your life? One. Just Whoa. one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, mm -hmm. well, Mr. Mbucks, let's lean into it. Uh, how old were you when you guys first started dating? I was 19. 19. Mm -hmm. And how did you guys meet? Uh, we worked together. <laughs> Wait, which so, place? At the burger joint? Burger, yeah, I was her boss. <laughs> okay. Listen here, you want that? <laughs> you want the... Whoa, the... <laughs> Fuck, I can't even think of what the word was. I was going to say extra credit. It was overtime. Fuck! Damn it! I ruined that whole bit. All right. Okay. All right. Did she also, by the way, did she walk out with you? Yes. Wow. Wow. That's nice. That's nice. So how did that uh, flourish? What, what caught your eye? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, she was a, I was like, why is this, you know, pretty girl working at a burger place? Like I should probably like rescue her, right? Get her out of there. Yeah. So I, I did. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, that was, honestly, that was, that was it. Like we were, when we worked together when we worked shifts, it was like all that flirty bullshit. And I was like, I don't know. I've, I kind of flirted with a lot of people at work. I was, it was bad. And like, Wait, what? all at work, all coworkers. Well, maybe I guess. This guy said I, HR I, liability. You. Are... I'm sorry. I I I'm sorry. I, I guess I did. And and with her though, it was different. Like there was more to it, and I hmm. we both noticed that. And then eventually, like, I mean, it was. I just got her snap, got her number, and then we started talking. And she, to break it down a little bit more, she was dating someone at the time and I unfortunately home wrecked her relationship on accident. Oh no. <laughs> um, but it wasn't it wasn't like my it was my fault, but it wasn't my fault. Like she yeah. she want, wanted to break up with this guy for like four months but couldn't gain the courage. Like I don't know I don't know what her deal was, but she just couldn't do it and then yeah. I came into the picture and then it was then I was like one of the main reasons of why she'd finally mm -hmm broke up with him and then i waited for a while to actually start dating her because i was like i don't want to be labeled as this like cheater kid 
Yeah. Right? True. So, true. Yeah. Or even like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, that you, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What did you enjoy most about her aside from the physical appearance? Um, <laughs> sorry, my mind is a bit skewed because all I think is bad things right now, but oh, but we'll, no, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll lean into that, of course. I, yeah, um, she was very like, she was very like low maintenance and down to earth that like she was just down to do like anything, whether like if, if I liked it, then she liked it. And, and yeah. it, it was just so, a lot of fun in that way. Um, of like, I, I guess that could be a bad thing long-term of like, she didn't speak up for herself enough um, with like what she wanted to do. It was, it was too much. I was in way too much control um, for a long time. And, but, but going back, like what, what I liked about her, she was an artist. I really admired that since I have like that music artistic side um i enjoyed that she's pretty like sporty like she liked the gym as i did um and like she snowboarded did like cool shit like that i think that was, that was fun um inviting but there's i guess some good qualities you you <laughs> also mentioned early on way back in the family segment that um you know she was also someone that gave you a near in regards to your when you were living with your dad and dealing with all that kind of emotional toll um yeah as well as it sounds like, you know, clearly that kind of loyalty of walking out with you during that whole bullshit at work. So, mm-hmm. you know, the thing is, you know, Mbox, I wanted to preface all the good, and I know things are very raw and very recent, yeah. but, I, but I wanted to preface the good because I think when we look back on life years from now, mm-hmm. not next month, not next week, uh, we'll be able to have some sort of empathy about the whole situation. Totally. No, I, I totally have come to terms and like, I, I, I've refl- reflected on how much I've learned from it, you know, and, and like it, the, it was three years. It's a long time. I developed a ton during that time. So did she. And I look back and like, just, you know, wasn't meant to be. Yeah. It's life moves on. You gotta, you gotta take what you learned and, and then really dwindle down of what you really want in a person and, and how to be better, how to be a better person. So. so let's talk a little bit about that relationship then. All right. Cause mm-hmm. we did get into the, the good parts and how that developed and, and all that jazz, but over the course of three years, which is a lot of time, yeah. um, where did you notice that things were going south? Um, going south. I, it was a weird relationship. So like, I broke up with her once before because there were a bunch of problems that I was having with her of, of things I won't really get into of, um, of uh, I don't know, just problems. And, and we fixed, we worked on those problems, whatever communication was a massive problem. And that yeah. I, I realized that later. Um, but, and during that breakup, I was like, I, I was kind of going through a crisis. So I was trying to just run from my relationship mm. um, at the time I was going through some shit and we got back together very, pretty quickly and then we were good. Like to, to preface, we were kind of like the poster couple, like with, when I was with friends and, and everything, like, like we were like that perfect couple that never fought, you know, which we didn't really at all. Um, which I think is a bad thing because we never communicated on things that are wrong. We just kind of went with it, which led to worse problems. But we, we were like the poster couple. Everyone, you know, loved us. Um, my, her family adored me. Like, like she has a younger brother. Um, he's like, we're still kind of tight, which kind of is, is hard, but 
I don't know, you, you grow to like like someone a lot over <laughs> over three years, especially with the family. So yeah. I, I think I was a role model for for uh for even her, honestly, and as shitty as that sounds, because she was a bit younger than me, a little bit younger than me. So I helped her a lot through like her high school and her college. Mm. Um and that. But yeah, I don't know. It was honestly not a bad relationship at all until the last six months. That's when things kind of got a little bit negative um, through there, which I don't, you want me to explain like why, why it's up to you. It's I, up will, to I will. You. Okay. I will. So like my, I didn't know how to, I mean, things get stagnant in a relationship and yeah. I, it was my first relationship. I didn't really know how to climb out of that kind of dullness of being together for so long, especially in quarantine, nothing's new is happening. I graduated. She's still in college. I, start my work and I'm getting blitzed with work. I have no time. Like I'm tired. I, I go to bed early. <laughs> like I would work 11, 12 hours a day. We wouldn't hang out too much because our school schedules and then work schedule didn't align. Um, she worked on weekends. So I, when I had free time, I can see her. So it was like, it was, it was bad that way. So we just didn't really see each other much at all um, for, for that time. And I was like pretty, pretty sad because of work in general, because I didn't know how to handle just getting fucked by work yeah. um, day in, day out. And, and I was struggling. I was still living at home too. So I, being in like a really negative space all the time and in addition to work and then my relationship wasn't great. Like I just wasn't in a good space and I was numb to everything that I didn't really care about my relationship. It sounds bad, but I didn't know that until later. It was too late. And um, I like, wasn't that great of a boyfriend. Um, like I didn't, like we didn't like go out to eat obviously with COVID, but we didn't do like the date datey like shit. We didn't. Yeah. Which I was I was really good for the, the first year and a half. Like we always planned trips. We did amazing things. Like that's what we were like that poster couple. Like we did everything that a, a flourishing couple would do and, and like I loved every second of it. And then when I got into this rut with work, I didn't know how to balance my time. I didn't know how to, to deal with it, especially when she wasn't also working. Um she was like in school still. So when when that happened I guess like I didn't get, I didn't give up about it. I just didn't know. I was unaware, but she, I guess, gave up. And then that leads to, you know, the end of her like cheating and such. So. Oh, whoa. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that you, that was very, <laughs> you went, you went into that and there. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'll explain more. If, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, wait, what was that? No, it's just, I'll, I'll, I'll explain more once, once you like. Sure. You ask I mean, right now I'm processing everything that you've said. You know, I'm trying to take in, even before we get into the cheating part, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to take in everything that you said. And I think there's a, there's a few things that come to mind. Uh, you know, yeah, COVID is a difference maker. Um, it's a three-year relationship. So I, I've got to say that probably the big L word was tossed around between both of you. Um, of I guess what's fascinating to me is like, you would think that being together for, for three years, there would be empathy on both halves. I'm not even, I'm not, you know, and again, I'm not counting the cheating thing yet. I'm not counting that yet. So I'm taking what we have right now, the picture that yeah. we have right now. And from your side, it looks like I have work and priorities needed to, there, there, there needs to be a shift in priority and an empathy on that behalf. On her side, it's, I can't be the whole show and there needs to be confidence on my half that, you know, and Bucks is, is there and if I need him, but at the same time, I need to have a little bit of leeway 
in understanding that he's going through a new point in his life. And mm -hmm. so a lot of this in my eyes sounds like a, a miscommunication that also led to selfishness, that also led to a silent resentment that built over time. Yeah, and, definitely. you know, it, it, again, I think that that now speaks wonders of like, I don't know, I get, I get very lost in my, you know, as much as I like to joke and, and fucking call mm -hmm. people out, I get, I'm a very emotional person as well. Yeah. And, and some of the things that go through my head is like, in terms of love, it's, you know, even with my exes, I'm like, you either love them forever or you never love them at all. Doesn't matter how long you've, you've been with them. Yeah. And, uh -huh. and so again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not including the next part of the story, but with what happened there, it just seems like, a, it's feel, again, outside perspective, it felt like a snowball effect of two polarizing events in your life. Yeah, no, totally. I, and looking back on it, I don't think it ever was going to work out. And we were waiting for that point, or she was at least, to to end things for good. Because we did, like, we did love each other so much, right? That we couldn't yeah. hurt each other in that way, which <laughs> I guess she didn't think about that much. But, but like, we the age difference was there and like I was so far ahead in life and way more mature that yeah. I really couldn't deal with it anymore. And I, I, that was one of the reasons why I did break up with her in the first place was like, I, I didn't like how, who she, how she acted. Like if, if she was around my friends, like I'm obviously older and like, it was just not, the dynamic wasn't great. I, and then like, oh, obviously there's a ton more, but, sure. but she, the, the maturity level was there and like our priorities were different. I'm pretty sure. Like mm. I, I want so much more out of life and she doesn't even know what she want, wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I want to experience some of the things and I think she's like a big homebody. Like she wants to stay here, but I want to get out. Um, I want to see, I want to experience every, like everything that I can. So that, that's a big dynamic that wouldn't have worked <laughs> later on. I don't think. Yeah. But me wanting to move and everything. You're starting um, to see each other's cards more, it sounds like. And then, you know, yeah, it climaxed uh, it, to what happened. It didn't, it made sense when we were younger, but as, as I grew up <laughs> into it, it, it that when, hurt. I, it did, it does. And then yeah. as, as, I, as I grew up, you know, and kind of understood what I wanted and who I wanted to, you know, be with long term, it, it I don't think it ever would have worked out. And it's just, it sucks, obviously, that it happened the way that it did. Um, for her to do something that drastic, but I, I honestly look back at it and I'm kind of happy because if if she didn't do that, I think we would have been in a relationship for far longer and and who knows what it would have been far worse. What if I was 26? What if what if I wanted to, like we would have been together for what six seven years? Like yeah. who wouldn't? Who knows? And yeah. I'm I'm glad that I'm still 22 and I have so much time to meet. A million new people do a million new things as a single single man. So I'm I'm completely at terms with it. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I love that. I love that outlook. Um, how did you find out? Um, <laughs> I can't even look at the camera as I say that. I, I'm looking away, asking this question because it's painful for me to ask that. I don't. I yeah. like is it's tough. I yeah. Um, there are a couple of chain of events that are happening. I, I had this intuition that something was happening. I don't know why. Like I, a couple of days before, um, so just to backtrack a little, she broke up with me and then I figured out that she cheated. 
like and then that was like kind of the breakup so wow. before that though like before she broke up with me i kind of felt like something was wrong i remember i like called her and like i don't know what was wrong i just called her and i like i said like i was out of nowhere i was just like i love you like dead ass i just like called her and it was like like did that because i knew i don't know what was in me but something felt like like something was was gonna go wrong and it did so like two days later right was our it was our three-year anniversary um and instead of hanging out with me she uh like she came over quickly i gave her flowers whatever nice gifts whatever she um she's like oh i have to go get homework help i'm like what like okay so she went to her best friend's house or quote unquote i didn't i didn't track her because i I had trust at the time um and uh she went to her best friend's house and then i figured out like there was a guy there and then like they hit it off and then I figured out they hung out a couple of days before. So they, like, she hung out with this guy on our three anniversary, like instead of me. So like, I figured that out. And then I figured out later that she like spent the night, um, doing else just, just by me, like, like cornering her and like, I'm like, you gotta be, sh-. I knew she was lying to my face. Like I, you know, someone for three years, I, I knew she was lying to my face about it. I'm like, come on. So she eventually like, kind of fessed up a little bit and then, she said like that wasn't the reason the guy wasn't the reason blah blah and i'm like yeah, yeah. she blamed me for the entire breakup um of course of course yeah, yeah that's um nice. i don't know the breakup i figured out that way she broke up with me when i was on my work break um that was cool so then she like yes. came to my house broke up with me i she left um so i had 30 minutes of closure um, <laughs> oh my god after three years and then i was just a mess at work i was just fucked up and then we met up in a in a park a couple of days later because we needed closure. She blamed me more. Um, we talked again. She blamed me more. And then the third time, I called her and I just went off on her. Like I couldn't. I I was mature through the whole thing. I was great through the whole thing, and and was ready to close that chapter. And the, and then the third the third time, I was so mad. I just Why? went off on her. I I don't know. I just just because like I knew I knew the circumstances. I knew who the guy was. I knew what I stacked up against this guy compared to, compared to me, I'm like, you just fucked your own life. Like whatever. I'm like, I don't know how you could do that to me, but she, there's some background of, of my, my family life. Like, like that she knew about that. I'm like, I, I personally can never cheat on every, anyone ever. Like there's no circumstance that I could cheat. And, and if, if, if anyone did it to me, it would be the worst pain, like known to man because of shit that's happened to like my family, me in the past. So, and she did it to me and I was like, what the fuck? So like that made me so pissed. I guess my sadness kind of turned into a little bit of hatred. I needed to, I felt like she just won, right? But she, she fucked me over and and was living her happy life, like with her new boyfriend, right? So I I had to blow some steam off because I was just so depressed for those couple weeks that I had, I called her and just, just went off on her and just being like, you just fucked yourself. Like, I don't know. I said some nasty things, but it had to be said. She agreed. So yeah. And and it's not important what you said, but let me ask you this in hindsight. Now, you know, it's over. The dust is settled. Do you feel good about that decision? Uh, to cut, like to go off on her like that. Um, honestly, (laughs) yes. And no, like, no, obviously I could have been mature about it, but it definitely helped me pull myself out of the state I was in. I was really, really upset. Like I lost weight, a bunch of weight because I wasn't eating. 
a couple wow. weeks. Like my my family's being really weird with me because they they've never seen me in this state. Like my my dad kept coming around. He was really fortunate in himself in relationship, being extra nice. My mom came from out of town to see me. Mm-hmm. My sister was calling me. All this stuff. Um, I was like in the worst mental state I've ever been in. And just got in, I've never dealt with something like that. Like it was, it was weird and, and getting fucked over like that. It was, it was tough. But I mean, after, when, I, after, when I called her, that was kind of the, the turning point of for me to kind of get back on track of, of like I said my piece because I never had that closure and I, I wanted her to understand what she did. That's all I, all I wanted her to know was like, I want, she was blocking it off with this other guy, you know, hiding it at all. But I, I wanted her to know. So that's, that's all I did. I made her know. <laughs> so that's all, I guess. I don't regret it. Now that, what, a month has passed since that time? Month and a half, yeah. Now that a month and a half passed, is there anything that, I guess let me ask you this. Let's switch it up. If you were to see her again, even in passing, how would that interaction go? Um, I've thought about this actually a lot. I, I couldn't give you a clear answer. I, I don't know what happened in the moment. Um, I, I have no willingness at all to get back with, if she came dying and running back to me, like, I'm so sorry, get everything in her power to get with me. I would not even consider it. Like there would be no, like that three years of, of like what I thought was like that, that love that I gave to her, or whatever, like I don't, it's not there. Like that's gone. I, for, I told her when we were having this closure thing, I, I told her, it was kind of, I don't know if it was mean or corny or what, but I told her, I was like, look me in the eyes and tell me that you don't love me anymore. I, I told her to do that. I was like, tell me. And she, she did. And I was like, bet. And I was like, it's over. Like, cool. Then I'm done. And, and uh, that was before like the cheating. I knew about the cheating, but <laughs> I don't know if I saw her in passing. I mean, I would hope, I, I guess I have that still immaturity thing of like i i want her to know how well i'm doing because like i am i think i'm i'm doing great like i i personally think i'm in the very like flourishing mood i i'm doing great things i don't know i i would want her to see how well i'm doing that's all i I wouldn't even want to talk to her i don't i don't really have i don't really have a response to be honest you don't have to i don't know why i would want to talk to her there'd be no reason yeah the best revenge is success so yeah, exactly. keep your head up. Uh, yeah, I mean, and of course, you know, you uh, you you've done your piece, you've done your grieving, and now you get to bounce back. However, what that looks like, if that means having a hoe phase, then so be it. <laughs> if it means just hanging out, being single, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Or if it means maybe trying again to find love, then yeah, that's great. Uh, now that you're newly found single, Mister M Bucks, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What would you be looking for in a future relationship right now? Um, like what would I look for in a girl? Like what qualities or what yeah. are you? Um, I don't know. For, well, I look back on it. I'm like, I think I need to be with someone that's pretty outgoing to kind of balance how I am. Because before, like I was an introvert and she was an introvert. So and when I changed to be an extrovert, the balance, it didn't work out in public with family whether it was friends or whatever it didn't work Mm. um so like that that's that's a quality um one of them my my aunt asked me this question that rung with me for years Mm. she said 
um with your girlfriend now like back then she was like what what does she do that makes you better like does she make you a better person mm. and i was maybe i was young at the time i couldn't answer i freaked out i was like i, I was like what the fuck i don't i don't know if she does dead ass i was like i don't know if she does yeah. it was like no, a year and a half i failed in, it. And I, was like, I don't know and i couldn't mm. give an answer and that literally rang with me stuck with me for for till now and now i, I look in it like i want my next girl to like really make me a better person in so many other aspects like like and I, and now that's what i look for if if it's whether it's like pushing me to be more successful pushing me to do this or or to be a nicer person be kind to to do anything just in, in any aspect just make me better and I, i've kind of started chasing that a little bit and trying to find find that um but i don't know i, I also another thing like my last girlfriend was was very low maintenance but i think i fit better with someone that's high maintenance i don't know why i think maybe because i'm pretty high maintenance that yeah that careful what you that, wish for with that one all right i know i know not to the point where like it's too high that i literally want to die but like, yeah to the point where like care a little bit about some things uh, yeah oh i agree um, i agree have a passion dude yeah have some passion yeah my, my ex was not driven um really in any way she kind of was just in a lull the whole time and and i it didn't really work with me either i'm very driven so I, that didn't work so I, I mean looking looking for my new girl i want want her to have have crazy goals like i do i want i want success is very attractive to me yeah so probably one of the most attractive things is is to have that balance and, and that and i don't know and there's i can go on and on of what i want in a girl my my standards are I always say my standards are so high, like they're literally in heaven. Like, like I don't dead? know. Uh, no, um, no, no, no. <laughs> that's just, weird. So high up there. I no, I, I, I like that though, because a lot of people are like, I don't really have a type, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. All right, if you don't want to answer the question, just say you don't want to fucking answer the question, and we'll move on. All right, don't play this. But you, she could be a little bit of this, a little bit of that. That's fine with me. I love mm -hmm. that inbox that you have. You have requirement. You have standards for yourself, and that's okay. And that's actually, that's more than okay. That means that you know who you are and what works with you and what doesn't work with you, um, yeah. and and you're confident with that. I love that a ton. I love that a ton. Are we looking at traditional marriage? You know, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word? Not platonic. It's no. It starts with an M. Uh, anyways, regardless, uh, are we talking traditional marriage? All that jazz. Traditional in what way? Like just getting married married kids picket yeah. fence house all that jazz. eventually nowhere near now i literally like 10 years for me at maybe eight to ten i would say at least 10 for kids man i don't even want to think about that at all i i don't think about that you don't, I don't think about marriage either fair play fair play yeah, it's super I, young, young 22 22 I, it crosses the mind obviously when you are trying to be with someone and mm -hmm. think about it long term but it's not ideal i watched my sister get married at 25 and i'm like you're rushing Damn. your you're i'm rush you're rushing your life away totally and and which is some people do it differently that's fine but i yeah. personally do not want to get married for a while because i think i want to have my have some fun before then i have some before fun what is life. that oh, <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just orgy no, <laughs> no oh my god uh, raves <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
The uh, no, I like that though. I, I I agree with that. Like travel, go go do something. Exactly. If figure shit out. Like it's it's it is tough because like now now I'm getting into like a cultural thing with you because mm-hmm. like you know I was gonna ask you that aunt that that gave you that advice was she Filipino? Um, no, she wasn't. Oh, but, but that, my that I didn't me. talk to I didn't talk to my Filipino family about my ex at all. Oh, never. she never met them. Oh, oh. They're in California, so I, oh. I never went there. That okay. actually makes a lot of sense. They're in Southern California. That's a that's mm-hmm. a that's a hub. That's a hub for Filipinos there. Nice. <laughs> <Yep>. so, <laughs> but Miss Ambucks, I'm I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you tonight. I appreciate you so much for for sharing uh, that story. Um, and you've killed it, man. You've killed the whole life story segment, and that that's that's everything. You 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 laid it on the table. You left, uh, you, you put a lot down there. Of course, not to say that this fully encapsulates everything of who you are, but mm-hmm. I think we got a nice little window uh, into your life right. and at least a snapshot of where, where you're at right now. That being said, I'm transitioning us to the last segment of the evening, which is the community questions. So over the course of this evening, uh, the people that have been watching have been uh Filling in the box with a lot of questions. I will be very honest with you, and Bucks. <laughs> These are not serious questions. <laughs> all right, that's all right. That's okay with me. Are you fully okay? So I'm gonna give the, the we, we run it this way. All right, I'll read you the thing. You could either answer it, you could react however you want. All right, it's it's up right. to you. Um, but I'm just gonna read them uh, as much. Stop filling the box. All right, you guys fill the fucking box a lot. I'll I'll stop accepting after five min uh three minutes so at eleven oh oh five my time here we go are you ready yep all right first one n bucks how do you have such big and sexy muscles hmm it's a great question can you see who asked that or no I can't they're all anonymous that's the fucking worst part oh <laughs> uh, well, I could no Whoa. it could have been anyone that's the worst been, part I guess I guess they're all could. freaks they're all perverts there um. Jim eat. That's all I'm saying. Jim eat. What like are are you a, a a person of? Are you a creature of schedule? Like you need things that are da da da, or is it just because you wanted that certain lifestyle that you were willing to mold yourself into that? Um, I think a little of both. I kind of freak out if I have absolutely no structure. Yeah. Um, I think the structure helps me like figure out my priorities and mm-hmm. then kind of after I have my basic things like that, then I kind of go by the flow. So I'm kind of a medium between the two. Notice how we could take a bullshit question and just make it into something else. That's called a fucking chef of conversation there. This one I already know is cursor. Let's just get this one over with, all right? Uh, Do you guys know DN? I don't know, cursor. Can you tell me? Yeah, what is this? no idea. Cursor, what's a DN? DN? Den? Who's Den? Oh, there it is. Wow. Disgusting. So stinky. I could tell it was his question based off how stinky that question was. That's crazy. It's insane. (laughs) Um, This one, you kind of touched half of it, so I'll let you answer the other half. It says, Mr. Bucksworth, what is your workout routine and skincare routine? Oh, well, workout routine, I go four days a week. Um, I kind of put rest in between. I do, uh, it changes every week, but I do like back, 
biceps together. I do chest triceps and then I do sh- legs and then I have a shoulder day and then I do abs on each of those days. So that's, that's all. And then skincare routine. I've been changing. I've never had acne in my life until now. I don't know what's the going stress. on. The stress. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, but I've, I've changed to, uh, this new girl that I'm talking to has put me on, um, like this Asian face wash, face wash. That's like been helping, uh, me, I think. So it's called like Biore something, something. I don't remember. Is it pink? Isn't it a pink bottle? I think there's a pink version, but this one I have, yeah. it's, it's white with like blue writing. Yep. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I got that. Yeah. Nice. I like that. Yeah. By the way, way to just not tell us about this new girl. By the way, uh, how long has I this didn't been? Have a chance to answer, I'm right? sorry, I could go back. What? Who? who <laughs> let, let me let me ask you about that. Uh, who who is this new girl, and 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 how long have you guys been talking? Um, we've been talking for about a month, so it was a quick turnaround for me. Um, so you, I remember, I remember you you said something about a hoe phase. So, I. The first thing obviously I wanted to do when I was like single was try to fill the void with like, I don't know, hoe around, but I really realized I'm not that kind of person. Like I never have been, um, at all. So I, you know, met this girl and and it was going to be for the hoe phase. And then I actually found out this girl was like super cool and kind of fit a lot of the things that I have unfortunately been looking for. Like (laughs) I didn't, I, I told everyone, I'm like, I'm going to be single for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, just because I I don't want to get hurt again, blah blah blah. But this this new girl like just fell into my lap. Like I didn't I don't want it. I didn't want anything. But it's kind of developing. We're we're just talking. We're just friends. But I don't know. She's spending Christmas here. She's from New York City, so oh. she's coming up in a couple couple days. She'll be here with me. I don't know if friends really spend Christmas together like that, but no, that's how they it's don't. Be. They don't. Bismarcky. All right. I know how this goes. <laughs> I know. Oh, Chris, Christmas in New York, man. That's very romantic. Rockefeller Center. Are we talking? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's, yeah, she's from there. Unfortunately, I'm not visiting her. She's coming up to Buffalo, which we have nothing uh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go Bills. Anyways. Yeah. Go Bills. I yeah. guess. But I'm yeah. on your team. Ah, go Hawks. Anywho. Um, hey. I, well, we could talk about that later too. All right, I'm I'm trying to run a show here. All right, <laughs> no, no. Uh, so so it sounds like things are going well with her though. Yeah, very, that's really cool. Very good. That's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to have another update show then where uh, you you tell us the sauce of how that's gone or how that's went. Um, mm-hmm. or fucking going. Wow, that's two wrong fucking words. Anywho, um, thank you, pity. Next question here says, okay, what's your number? Uh, sweat emoji. You are just absolutely. DM me on Discord. I'll give yeah. it to you. Oh, add him on LinkedIn. Actually, it says. Yeah, yeah. Connect with me. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dude. Uh, you asked me about that once. You're like, moms, why don't you connect? The... Let's connect on LinkedIn. I was like, that's the last thing I'm gonna do with you ever. And then what? Parker last night was like bragging to me. It's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm connected with uh, Nbox uh, on LinkedIn. It's no big deal. It's fine. Oh, it's no. Uh, Please no, I'll I'll let um, you in. I'll let you see. I'll let yeah, you see my resume. Yeah. It's that's bullshit. Good. It's a lot of bullshit. Um, <laughs> uh, here we go. It goes. Oh my god, N bucks. How would you describe yourself? Craigasm, Craigasm, or Craigasm? Probably like the third one. I'm not sure though. It's it's a close second with like the second one. But 
That's ridiculous. I'm starting to understand why you think this is fucking annoying now. I think I'm I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. Yeah. Uh, can N Buck show us his beautiful uh a beautiful singing voice? Oh, that's different. Nope. No. We've covered that <laughs> for a bit. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Watch him drop a, a Christmas album like uh, Ludwig out of nowhere. Just fucking. Oh, he actually killed it. I don't mind it. It's not too bad. Not that bad. Not bad. Um, yeah. I've heard worse. Uh, is Cursor built different? He's built wrong. We'll say that. <laughs> Incorrectly, <laughs> but that's been known. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Cursor. Shout out, Cursor. <laughs> I got another joke, but I, it's too far gone. Um, okay. Does N Bucks know Bofa? Bofa what? Bofa what? Someone tell me. Someone tell me. It's, it's so they they love this shit. They love this shit, N Bucks. I just don't get it. I don't get it. It's the memes. Both of these not there. It is these nuts, of Thank course. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I had no idea. Guys, here, comedians. Yeah, we are the funniest people here tonight. I have here. <laughs> this one's. This is a nice little note for you. Hearing deeper about your life, I appreciate you more. Much love and bucks, you fresh ass motherfucker. Well, thank you. I appreciate wh- whoever said that. I wish I could tell you, it but I had. I know. Yeah. I wish I do. Yeah. Well, you'll have to you. just know. Um. So sad. Okay, weird question. Would you be making? Uh, would you be making more money at the landscaping company or your job now? <sighs> mm, probably job now because of my friend is such like the head of it. Like he took a really big percentage, which he should have because he did everything. So if if I was in his position, probably the landscaping job. But if I was in mine, then I definitely would take my job because especially because experience too but in my field so where i am now i'm uh, i see whoever's writing all the jokes i cannot read all of them all right it's all the ones i've seen see these nuts both of these nuts it's the same shit i can't read all of them there um does nick have a six-pack um allegedly i don't know <laughs> who's asked why i feel like this could be answered easier and bucks but anyways all right weird, weird. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like this could have been answered uh a lot easier i need to adapt uh what would you do if cursor walked up uh to your girl and slapped her ass what the fuck is this uh, honestly i'd probably let it happen and, and like do nothing i'd be I mean, like sh- mm-hmm. I'd be like, this guy is so down bad that he did that. Like, honestly, me putting him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes and like throwing yeah. him around, like, it's just not worth it. Like, I just walk away like, thanks, man. Yeah. And I mean, it, she'll file the restraining order. You don't really got to do anything else from there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's totally fine. It's totally it's fine. fine. Let him do it. I mean, yeah. what, what does he have? I mean, <laughs> wow. That's now you're just, ta- now you're fucking attacking him. <laughs> you're not, you're, now you're killing his pride. Move on, move on. Um, who's better at Fortnite, you or Mobs? <laughs> Definitely me. Unfortunately. Sorry, Mobs. Yikes. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Wow, this came out of nowhere. How do you describe love? Oh, my God. How do I describe love? Oh, man. It's a toughie. I just, I don't know. I think... 
there's there's so many ways you can answer this question but i I guess one of them being in like you would do anything in your power regardless of anything to either like appease or try to make this person feel good i guess and like when you when you have that bond with somebody of and that trust um with somebody that's like so deep that you really really truly can't explain it i think I don't know. It's so hard for me to put into words, if I'm being honest, <laughs> whoever asked this. But yeah. I don't know. What do you think, moms? How do I describe love? Yeah, it's hard for me to put into words if um, I don't think about it for a bit. Yeah, uh, I would say uh, it's selflessness at its core. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I think for me, I know I love someone, whether it be romantically or platonically, when I'm willing to put them above myself in any situation. Um, Because, I mean, to be fair too, Mbus, like in your mid-20s or even in your 20s in general, like this is going to be a hot take, but I believe that this is the most pivotal time to be selfish. Um, That word gets a bad rap, but, you know, we, we, being a young professional and young in general, you have that opportunity to learn more about yourself outside the world of college and high school and the guise of your, your, you know, parental homes and parental restrictions. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when I see, or when I notice that I really love someone, it's like, I'm willing to take time out of my day or I'm willing to, you know, whether it be like cover a meal or, or even hear them out, anything there's, it's so many different levels of it, but Mm -hmm. it always revolves around sacrifice. Totally. I completely agree. We are just gonna do a group project. Do you want to do a group project? And do you want to you want to go into business together? Yeah, let's collab. Let's do yeah. something. <laughs> we gotta work something out. Yeah, let's yeah let's uh, yeah we'll link up in LinkedIn. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll do some Google slides or something. I'll see. You. I'm trying to remember the fucking thing. It's been so long since I've been in the business world of using like actual technology in terms of like. Do you know the platform where everyone can communicate at once? Not Discord. What is that fucking shit called? Slack. Oh yeah, Slack. Slack. Oh my gosh, I hated that so much. Anywho, what what bullshit? Uh, it says something came in the mail today. I don't know if that's oh. a threat. Did oh, you? Get... No. Can cursor? Can you tell me cursor or or? Mostly? Oh, is this a Dean? Oh, I legitimately thought this was something else. I'm gonna be honest with you. I kept it there. Fuck, it's oh, a God. D's nuts joke. I, that one, I. You got him, guys. You got me on that one. I legit, because, well, I'm also doing like a secret Santa thing. So I legitimately thought of that. I was like, oh shit, should I go check my mail or something? Anyways, fuck me, dude. Fuck. No, I'm checking up. I can't believe they got you. Oh that that one actually hurts. That one actually hurts. Because usually it rhymes with something. So, yeah. like, it's fuck you, Parker. Fuck you. Anywho, <laughs> old. Yes, so they, they got to me. They're getting to me. Um, what are your current goals and aspirations and and uh, bucks? Good question. Um, the, one of my first things, I mean, right now, I, I just want to chase happiness, whatever that, whatever that is. I I didn't do a good job at that um, growing up and, and going to college or whatever. I didn't chase my happiness at all. I kind of chased like the financial goal of trying to be successful and, and whatever the cost it was. And I, now I just want to, you know, figure out my own life aside from working, try to find what makes me the most happy within a career. And then um, I do have like a plan that I didn't explain earlier <laughs> with my one one buddy of mine that's like a Marine, whatever. And, and he, 
he in like five to seven years we want to like open a gym together um because he's pretty fit he's marine he's fit yeah and i've always wanted to i've always for the longest time i want to have my own place where i could just like work and like have a, a business you know a, a gym where i enjoy being and like just build build relationships with people like in the early morning like seeing the same faces coming in we have the same goal of being healthy like that's so appealing to me mm. um to kind of do that on the side um hopefully have the capital to do that so i don't know that's one of my one of my main goals but but just just to be happy it's i i want to travel i want to leave where i want to leave buffalo i want to live in a city for a bit um i don't know i have a a lot of a lot of things i want to do i feel like i don't have enough time to do all those things but i'll figure it out you'll see you'll see we'll see about that um Here's some more here. Why are you so hot? Yeah, oh. as old as time. That's a tough one. Um, what's okay? What's nine plus ten? Uh, D's nuts. How does that? Is that really a D's nuts one too? Anything is a D's nuts joke. Okay, I'll just delete the random ones then. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. It doesn't even make sense, cursor. You're so stinky. So stinky. This is such a typical stinky move. It's a stinky person move. Um the last the last two here I have are um are very wholesome. It says here, you're a very motivating friend. Thanks for being there and being grounded and truthful. It's the first one. Um wow. that's so nice. What the fuck? Yeah, that was intense. Warmed my heart. Whoever said that. That was nice. Oh, and the last one. The last one we have here says, and Bucks, I never got to know you, man. This interview has let me get to know you, get to know a lot about you, and you seem like a great guy. I relate to you a lot when it comes to a strict family, and I like you a lot. Can't wait to get to know you more. Feels okay, man. Wow. Thanks. Whoever said that, whoever that is, DM me. We'll, we'll talk. Whoever that is, I don't, I don't care. Any anyone, anyone who messaged me, whoever's here, I'm here for all of you guys. So, where should they guys, DM you? Twitter, Discord, Discord, Twitter, anywhere, anywhere you can mm-hmm. find me. DM me. He, he's about to plug his Discord again here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love you. I'm I love not you. active in my Discord. Trust me. I'm yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I'm on. I'm in your Discord. All right. <laughs> I, I I get the occasional ping from your Discord. You're the only yeah. Discord I don't have muted, and I mute my own. And the reason being is there's the occasional ping of like miss jen bucks just is it it always gets to me and i love it i always i i get a, a quick smile late at night when i see that i was like what the fuck is going on and the bucks or the uh discord the bucks cord that <laughs> it's all right well mr m bucks you you've gone through the phases with me all right and I appreciate it. I appreciate it dearly. But the thing is, much like anything in life, this isn't free as well. All right. So, <laughs> so pay up now. I'm gonna okay. need. I'm gonna need you to do two things for me. All right. You have the stream up. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to pick a name that isn't myself, a mod, or a VIP. Any name. A good thing. Okay. And. Do I DM it to you or do I just, nope, just, just say, say it? it? Just say it. Hmm. I'm going to have to go with this is easy choice, I think. Yao Ming, Yao Ming, Yao Ming. The longest fucking name in town. Easiest choice. 
Yo, yeah, I know you're here. I saw you. Yeah, you know what you want. You want VIP. So I'm going to need you to pick one of the five VIPs right here. And uh, just who do we get rid of? Who do we get rid of, Yao Ming? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, t I'm spelling his name right now just to make sure I get it right now. Did he Made say it? Did he choose? No, uh, no. he didn't. Uh, uh, X, okay, yeah, no, no problem. I chose the smallest one, too. That's just gonna be a bitch to write. All right, <laughs> you got it. I'll change that for the next stream there. Uh, and one more thing I need from you, M Bucks. All right, you've gone through this with me. All right, we've been speaking for roughly three hours. And so, my question for you is this having understood how the show works, the premise, the ebbs and flows, who is someone that you would be interested in? In, in participating and, and, and being on this show as well. I'm always looking. I'm always mm -hmm. looking. Just one person? Just one name? Yeah. Shoot me with just one. Um, I'll say she's a streamer. Her name is Melly Bella. Got um, it. She's a very, very cool, cool friend, I guess. I, guess. Um, I think she's kind of outside our community, so it'd be like a – very interesting thing to see her, you know, see her open up and, and talk more about, I don't know, maybe her experience with streaming since no one really knows much, I feel like. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be a good opportunity for that. Perfect. All right. You know what? Let's cut this bullshit. Let's cut a promo right now. All right. I love <laughs> pro wrestling back in the day. So I'll look right into the camera right here. Yo, 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 yo. Listen up. Uh, Miss Melly Bella, my name is Moms Online and welcome to another episode of Inside the Streamer Studio. Uh, I have our special guest here, Mr. N Bucks, and we've reached a segment in the show where I have the guests nominate someone to be on here and uh, talk about their life on and on off of Twitch, and your name came up. So I would love to have you. I'll hit you up on the DMs or Discord, whatever that may be. But if you have the time or interest, we'd love to have you. Mr. N Bucks, is there anything you'd like to say to Melly? Um, you better do it. If you have any questions, too, I mean, if you're scared about anything, you can, t you can tell me. I'll. I'll I'll help you out with that. Perfect. All right, clipped. I'll deal with that later. <laughs> I could tell that you're reading everything that's being said. And that's okay. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. This is we're at the point where it's it's it, what's done is done. But hey, good good for you. Good nomination for you. <laughs> Hey, 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 all right, hey, I'm a professional still. I'll, I'll, I'll save it for after when I close mm -hmm. shit down, all right? But Alrighty. let me ask you, uh, again, you know, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your story. And I'll save all the nice things for the very, very end. But we close out the show the same way. I've done this 44 times now. Um, and this show is an homage to Inside the Actor Studio, where this man for 23 years uh, would interview uh, actors, actresses, and entertainers of the sort, and he would dive into their lives, their personal lives, mm -hmm. and then from there he would go into their discography of what they've done um, with their work. And so at the end of it, he'd ask them all the same ten questions. And as an homage to him and that show, which has inspired this, I do the very same thing, and I ask the very same questions. There's only two rules. One is I will not speak. I will not react. I'm just going to wait for a moment of silence, and I'll read you the next question. 
the second rule is uh, you do have to answer every question, uh, but try to keep it within one thought. You know, not one word, not one paragraph, just one thought idea, all right? Okay. Perfect. You ready? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Question one. What is your favorite word? Favorite word? Yeah. Uh, Calipigian. Almost say cow pigeon. You can Google it, whoever. What is your least favorite word? Um, muscles. What turns you on? <sighs> Man, I could say so many things. Um, girl. That's all. That's all I got. I'm not gonna get actually and men. There you go. What turns you off? Girl and men. Two. That's all. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> um the money printing sign. I love I love that sound. Sorry, I'm I'm just kidding. Um just music. I could listen to music 24 hours a day. <clears throat> what sound or noise do you hate? Um, what sound do I hate? Probably people yelling. I don't like, uh, I feel like I have like sensitive ears. I don't know. I, I hate when people yell. I, it makes me freak out. What is your favorite curse word? Ass. Because you can say it in so many different, different ways for many different meanings. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? I'd like to attempt, huh? Um... Maybe like an athlete or like a personal trainer. What profession would you not like to do? Be a doctor. <laughs> lots of stress, lots of school, lots of loans. And lastly, Mr. Ann Bucks. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, big boy muscles, unbuck sexy. I probably like, I don't know. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's a really hard question. Oh, like what would he, he want to say? Or what would I want him to say? Hmm. Let me think about that. I don't know, maybe just like a good job. Like honestly, maybe a pat on the back that that I I wasn't the worst human being to live on the earth, you know? Probably just like a maybe you're meant to be here. That, that's enough for me. It doesn't have to be anything unique or special. It's just like like you should be here. 
That's all. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. N-Bucks. There you go. My guy, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time and your story, man. This is insane. Thanks for having me. I had a phenomenal time. You are so good at what you do, moms. Like, it blows my mind of how good of a talker you are. Honestly, I wish I could learn a lot of things from you. <laughs> that's that's way too kind, man. But, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, as always, I'll give you the final word. But here's the thing, all right? I, I've been trying to do this thing at the end of the show where, you know, first and foremost, let me just tell you what the prep is, okay? I go on your page two hours before the show starts or on any guest, and I kind of absorb what's going on. And then, you know, we freestyle from there. Mm -hmm. And at the end of every show now, I've been trying to give the guests a take on, you know, what I've, ta what I've learned this evening. Because that's really the prerogative of the, the, the whole foundation of what we do here is that we're learning another person's story. We're learning something, a perspective that we would have never seen before um, tonight. It's just, it's, it, that, that's why I think this, this, is, this concept can never get old because there are so many stories out there. And I know you're aware of it now because uh, Mr. I think it was, it was Parker and you at one point told me, you guys, you're sitting on some, you're sitting on some gold, moms. You got something going here and you understand what's going on. And I was like, yeah, this is not a new concept. Quite frankly, anyone can do this. Um, mm -hmm. But it's the, the skill of having to continue the conversation. With that said, M-Bucks, uh, you know, prior to having you on the show, I really liked you. You know, I really liked you. Thought you were a good person, yada, yada. Having you on the show and having this conversation, this, this three-hour conversation, is why I love you. Like, why I... I wow. Honestly, man, like, and I know that many people are like, oh, this is mom's. He's saying the nice stuff. He's saying the nice stuff. It's the end of the show. But legitimately, M Bucks, you remind me of, like, I never, I'm the youngest in my family. I never got to be an older brother. Mm -hmm. And from the moment I met you on your stream and we talked business to when I wrote you that message, I remember exactly. I, I parked my car. I was in the grocery store. I parked my car to write you that message. Um, because it just meant the world. Because who you were, even without knowing you deeply, uh, who you were as a person on stream uh, was more than enough. I, I, I saw the good in you. I could see the similarities in our lives. It's insane. And we could talk about this later off stream. Um, but just the, the more I, 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 I watch you, and, I, and especially the more I listen to your story and absorb it, um, this is what I got from it, and Bucks. You know, you have this standard in your mind that it sounds a little bit perfectionist. You know, there's such high standards, whether that be uh, with your parents, uh, whether that be with yourself and your education, whether that be yourself and your occupation. Hell, at one point, you even considered you and your ex to be the picture-perfect couple. And I noticed that all these standards are put upon you, whether that be external forces or yourself. And I just want to tell you to your face, as much as this is virtual, but to your face, that you're perfect the way you are. You're, you're more than enough. You're, ex you're exceeding all the expectations from an outsider looking in. And, and just, I'm, I'm very fucking proud of you, dude. I'm so fucking proud of you. And I didn't, I had no idea 
what you had uh, uh, endured growing up. I had no idea what you had endured this past, hell, even month. And to know that that's where you went or that's where you were and here you are now, of course, taking the shit from all of us. Um, you know, we truly, we truly love you. And to have you back, man, one of the best things about COVID um, in terms of me being on Twitch and seeing this was your return. I've never clicked on, on a fucking notification faster. I literally got it the second I was cooking. I told my brother to take over because I want to go wash it upstairs. I want to wash it here. I want to be here for it. And, and I, I, outside of Twitch, my man, I am so excited to see where, where life takes you and where you go because your drive, man, is unreal. As much as you want to say, you know, moms, you do well at this, I, I see so much. I don't, I don't want to use the word potential because I think uh, potential is such a fluffy word. But I, I, I could, and I can't guarantee you success because you know that that takes hard work and the, the drive, but you have all the makings for someone that can blow up. Um, and, and I'm not even talking in terms of all this bullshit, but in, 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 in life. Um, but it's whatever you want, and it's at your pace. So, Mr. M. Bucks, don't think that this is ever the last conversation. I love you, man. I told you this. Thank you, you so much. You, you fucking said, you said some shit on your stream today that got me. I was about to type, and then I said, I'll say it tonight. You told me moms, why? Well, you know, I, I, I don't know who's going to watch tonight. You know, I'm worried about moms' numbers. I'm worried about this and that. But I'm like, no, fuck that, dude. You know, I'm willing to throw away a lot of other interviews just to have this moment with you because that's more important. It's Thanks. not about the numbers. He's a ton. I wish I could show you, like, it's such kind words, man. It hits me right in the heart. So thank you so much for having me and everything, man. Like, I, I, love, I love you and all you, all you in chat, too. So, but. Ugh. It's so tradition, nice. M. Bucks. You get the last words. Is there anything you'd like to say to the people that are watching tonight? Anything in terms of your stream or whatever that you have planned up in your life? Maybe something you'd like to share with everyone before we go our separate ways and we uh we 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 disconnect the call. Yeah, I just I just want to show my appreciation for everyone you know that's here, especially you for for inviting me on. It's a good opportunity, and I've always wanted to talk to you as as much as you said, you know. That, like you see me as this or whatever i've also thought the same way about you of always wanted to talk get a little deeper you know um with that and i appreciate you inviting me on and giving me a platform you know to do so yeah. um, it means it means a lot and um i don't know future plans i mean i don't want to say anything because yeah. my streaming schedule is so sporadic because of work and everything going on in my life that i can't say anything to set it in stone but fair play um yeah. i don't know i i don't even feel like I need to shout myself out at all. Like it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really do appreciate all of you. And, and like, I, I wish I could show it more and I want to be there for, for you guys as much as you guys are there for me. Um, but like I've, I've always said, I wanted to make the platform to try to make it a better place. All I want to do is help people. That's literally since I've been raised, I just, all I want to do is just help and, and just be an outlet in any way. If anyone needs to talk or anything, I'm, I'm always there. Hit me up anywhere. So just thank you. Thank you, moms. Thank you, everyone. Of course. Hey, send me your, send me your LinkedIn. DM me your LinkedIn. Or we'll connect there. Right, we'll and then, connect. of course, let's, let's figure a time to talk, man. I got, we got a lot to go back and forth. I got a lot of follow-up questions there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have some questions for you, too. I want to hear about you this time. Of course. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> Much love, Mbucks. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you for having me. Oh, 
fuck.